InnerCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino Nine, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Look, there comes one of them now. That's right, guys. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock. And I'm Jazzy. As always, we have the Deadite Knight himself, producer Ethan, in studio. What up, though? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Got no. him. Got him to say it. Well, guys, that's been episode 115. I'm leaving now. We are not doing this line, no matter what Cable 2KX says. Screw him. Anyways, welcome to episode 115 of the GameZilla podcast, brought to you by the Detroit Beard Collective. For all of your beard care needs, go to DetroitBeardCollective.com. Check out their butters, balms, combs, cool t-shirts, beanie caps, whatever else you need for your beard to stay fresh. And remember, at checkout, drop that coupon code MCGAMING. 20% off, $25 or more. That's right, guys. And when you're done with that, head on over to Cinch Gaming and check out their pro controllers for the ps4 xbox one uh they have just announced that their cinch tech will be shipping next uh next month in august and you will be able to uh, pick up cinch tech which is the new technology allowing you to reconfigure your controller with using your smartphone via bluetooth along with recording all your gameplay and uh, everything else uh, as far as button input, uh, trigger sensitivity, all that type of stuff, going to be able to adjust on the fly. Super cool. They're the only ones doing it in the industry right now. Check them out. CinchGaming.com. Use the code BX8B at checkout for 5% off your order. <sighs> all right, Jazzy. Why yep. are we here today? Well, is No Man's Sky a boulevard of broken dreams? Who is partying with Sonic? For his 25th anniversary, Nintendo still broke, even though they launched Pokemon Go? All of this and more on the GameZilla podcast. Please stand by while I download current Motor City Gaming content. Download complete. Jazzy Fiddle has been playing. All right, guys, that's right, Jazz E Fiddle Gamer Tag. Check me out on PS4, where I will be playing not Destiny because Iron Banner's over, but I did play through Iron Banner just to uh, hop back on, play a little bit of that, see if it still was you know new and current, and it wasn't. Um, Iron Banner's still the same. I still didn't get any cool drops, and that was the end of that. However, I did start playing a mobile app game called Combat Monsters which is super fun, super hooked on it. It's basically kind of a card game blended with a board game. So you have these little hex squares on this board, and each like tile you can like move your characters and stuff like that. Well, you get your characters on the board by playing the cards onto the board. So you have a hero that's on the board that starts on either end 
your hero, their heroes at the other end. You basically can move your hero around, drop cards next to your hero, which will pop like a little character on, and then you utilize your hero and that character to kind of defeat the other character. Sounds super confusing. It isn't. <laughs> do you, now, do you play this uh, PvP, or is this something that uh, is against a computer? You, you can play PvP. So there's uh, turn-based, so if you uh, have uh, a friend in the room with you, you could pass the phone back and forth. You can play online, where it's turn-based, like you play, and then once the other person decides to play, and you know, it's a kind of overtime type of game. Um, there is uh, servers where it's literally in that time so it's like a turn-based thing where you get a certain period of time to play against another player and then each turn they have a certain amount of time and then whoever you know same thing like if the player leaves the room or something like that then they forfeit um but there's also a against the computer where they have different um like kind of game modes where you can have like certain card decks that uh you can't have any like you know, rare legendary cards in. You can only have uniques and commons. Um, you have a game mode where you have to have at least 50 cards in your deck. Um, they have a game mode where you can't have a, a copy of the same card in your deck. You have to have all unique one card. So there's like four different types of gameplay that you can play against the AI. And then um, each one of those kind of like tiers, you have like up to 23 levels that you have to play of that. And then once you defeat all four of those game modes, all 23 levels of each one of those four, you go up to the next difficulty level. And there's, I think, six total difficulty levels that you can play through. So there's a ton of levels you can play. And how much does this game cost? Free. Woo! How much do cards cost? Free to play. Um, you get in-game currency. So basically you just play the game. You gain, uh, I, I believe it's rupees, I believe they use. And then you can purchase cards with the rupees. Um, question. If I wanted to be a uh, loser, can mm-hmm. I just spend $100 on this game and all of a sudden become better than you? No. Oh, that's good. I like this. How do they make money then? Ads? Yeah. There it is. All right. Well, cool. Check yep. it out. What's it called again? Pokemon Go. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it is called Combat Monsters. Hmm. Interesting. All right. How what? did you find this game? Um... Actually, to be honest with you, when I was downloading my Pokemon Go, it was just one of the recommended games in the iOS, uh, uh, you know, hot games. And I was like, oh, that looks cool. So I've always been a fan of, uh, like, trading card games. So it was under the trading card game section, even though it kind of is, kind of isn't. So I was like, oh, this looks cool, unique. So I, you know, downloaded it, gave it a whirl, and it actually kind of stuck with me. So Cool. What else have you been playing? Pokemon Go. Lots and lots <laughs> of Pokemon Go. Yes. So, yeah. I uh, This past weekend, uh, my sister called me up, and she's like, man, are we going to Pokemon this weekend? And I was like, hell yeah, we are. And then, like, I think it was six or seven hours on Saturday, and then another s- five or six on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. So, you, it's you definitely yeah, it's definitely got a... Uh, got us going getting out um we've kind of found a few of our spots that we can like go gather our gather our pokey stops and get our pokeballs refront replenished and stuff like that um we got real heavy this past weekend into the gym battles just because we didn't get real heavy into it before so we were doing a lot of that and i believe over the over the whole weekend we probably took about 14 gyms nice so that was cool they didn't last too long. I think we got like, I might have 
two of them still. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> but, ne- yeah, they, they never don't do last long, so. They never do. All right, cool. The Detite Night has been playing. All right, producer Ethan, up in the house. <laughs> I'm just trying so hard to be cool today. Uh, so I'm the Deadite Knight on PSN. You can add me, and I will play Destiny with you and shoulder charge you and your friends to death. This is true. This is true. all he does. Shoulder charge, just the cheapest, cheapest play possible. Only thing I could do cheaper is just be a warlock. Eh, well, I mean, that's, that's debatable. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I was playing Destiny this week because Iron Banner is back, and every time Iron Banner shows up, I get sucked back in, and I actually, for the first time in the last, like, three Iron Banners, actually put in enough time to get to level five. Wow. Yeah, I went uh, real hard in my, uh, I have yeah, a cu- couple days in between jobs here, so I really went hard on Iron Banner, and uh, so I got two of the Pulse Rifles, that was the reward you could get this week, and one of mine dropped at 335. With uh, with perfect balance as one of the perks, so oh sweet, oh nice, yeah. So actually, got a pretty good drop from that. I uh, my weakest piece of armor on my uh, my Titan is my boots. I was really hoping to get a pair of the boots that were available, and then uh, no luck on that. Oh, and I made it all the way to 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 five. And I, I don't know. I got a three twenty ghost. I was like, why? Why is this the reward for making it to to level? They always Five. give you that. They just, throw, they just throw it in there for the heck of it. But that's all I got. I didn't get anything else. No, no you got I got like go. a ghost and like some. No, you got to go check your mail or something because one of your slot, slots must have been full. I guess I'll you go get look. Something. I got a crappy 335 uh, hand cannon that I. Yeah, you can compl- that, that I, in your mitre. Yeah, I got three legendary marks. Well, I'll take a look. I mean, I, I may have got like a shader or something, but I like the only main thing I got was a ghost at I mean, three twenty. That's, that's just that's just the uh, the game of destiny just crapping on you. Yeah, that's what it does. Yeah, from time so. to time you're just like, why do I play this game? Oh yeah, just <laughs> must have get... been must have been watching him. Like he didn't play Iron Banner. He just shoulder charged people. Yeah, yeah they they knew go, they knew yeah. that I was a cheap son of a bitch. So I uh, <laughs> also got a couple of the sniper rifles, which I've been working on my sniper play a little bit because. Uh, as you know, shoulder charging and sniping aren't really the same tactics, so I've uh, been working on that a little bit, um, knowing that I will still never enter Trials of Osiris because uh, I have no business being there. But other than that, played some Mario Kart 7 on the DS uh, while I was hanging out over the weekend, and that's about what I've been playing. Ooh, cool. Ooh. I like that perfect balance in everyone's mercy. That's... I, I didn't get in... I've never been a fan of pulse rifles because I just don't like the way they fire. But then I was completing the mountaintop challenge, uh, crucible challenge for uh, year two, and it forces you to actually get six-plus kills in uh, crucible matches with each of the primary weapons. And I'm not going to lie, the pulse rifle took me a long time to do just because I hate them. But I actually started to kind of get used to them a little bit. So I don't, maybe I don't, I still hate them. Bad juju for life. Grimlock the Dino 9 has been playing. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I've been playing a bunch of Overwatch. Uh, I haven't been. I haven't really joined you guys on the Destiny uh, grind train. I, both my characters have been 335 for a little while, and I just I kind of am bored of the game, waiting for uh, Rise of Iron. Uh, so I've been playing, get, trying to get to level 25 in Overwatch. I've now level 30, so I'm pretty happy about that. And we went into ranked play. So we had to play our 10 uh, preliminary matches, and we've played four of them now, uh, and we've won three. Now, we didn't go in with our full team like we wanted to, 
but we went in with three people and then three randoms, and we got pretty lucky for the most part. Uh, our third win was amazing. Come back down 2-0, and we came back to win 3-2. You need to check it out on YouTube uh, on our on our channel, Motor City Gaming, uh, Gaming in Detroit. But, um, yeah, that that was we, – we ended it on that note. We were like, okay, listen – we're starting to get bad luck. We we, we turned that around and, and won that with three players practically. Let's just stop for the night, and that's where we've, we've been. But a lot of fun. Um, been playing a lot of uh, Soldier 76 mixed up with uh, Reaper and Genji, so just doing a lot of DPS right now. But having fun with that. Uh, picked up or played a ton of Pokemon Go as well. <laughs> I, I rode my bike 34 miles two days ago. Hmm. Um, needless to say, I couldn't feel my legs. My ass hurt a lot because I haven't rode my bike up that much until now. And, uh, but it, it was a really good ride. We, we, we went through Heinz if you're here local in Michigan and, uh, I got a ton of good stuff for Pokemon. So I'm excited. I've broken into, uh, the nineties in my Pokedex now, as far as caught and, uh, things are going well. So having fun with that game when the servers are working. Then I went out and picked up a new game, uh, went out to uh, get an extra copy of Overwatch for my wife because she's interested in playing the game with us. And I came across the game for the 3DS that I didn't recognize, wasn't knew nothing about, but it seemed kind of interesting. It's a JRPG, and it's called 7th Dragon 3 Code VFD. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell is this? So I grabbed it because of I see the Sega, you know, the publisher Sega on it, and I'm looking at the back, and it's look you know looks pretty cool. About basically, uh, you know, RPG based around building your team to destroy dragons, and that dragons have taken over the world, and you're traveling back through different eras and time travel so that you can uh, so that you can actually end up changing the future of um. What, you know, whatever Ch- change the the future of the game. So mm-hmm. as far as right now, you cannot beat the dragons. So you have to go back in the past so that you can change your fate, so that you can actually destroy the dragons. Now, is there a lot of uh, link to the past style uh, future swapping? You know, where you're going between the two timelines, between the two worlds, and things. It's change? like three or- timelines. Oh, okay. Yeah, three different timelines. You start in the future, and when it's weird, they're they're bringing all these like people into this like video game that you it's like a virtual reality like game that you go inside and you go into this tower that had that was a real tower at one point got taken over and you're and basically you battle you battle these uh fake enemies and they and they give you a score and what they're actually you know everyone thinks it's a game it's fun you know it's how people pass time in in this day and age but it turns out they're actually raiding you because they're looking for the next group to try to send back in the past and change you know history that's actually a really cool uh storyline yeah so i i uh, i bought it on just like a you know a whim here and uh, when I got home, I decided to look up what you know people were saying about it, and uh, Game Critic, IGN, all of them were, are praising this game as one of the best games for the 3DS this year, and one of the best JRPGs ever to come out on the J on the three three uh, the 3DS. 
What did you buy it new? Did you pick it up used? Bought it new. Just recently came out. Um, so right now you can still buy like the first edition, which comes with a cool twenty-five page um art book with all the cool like creatures and everything. Kind of reminds me of, like what uh, they did with Mighty Number no. Nine with with the cool art uh, fan art and all that stuff. So pretty cool. Uh, runs forty bucks and. Uh, I recommend it if you're looking for a JRPG or something to play on your 3DS. So far, I'm enjoying it a lot. So, um, besides that, I don't think I've been playing anything else. What does VFD mean? Do you know? No idea. Uh, a lot of people like that's the thing. The, the first name, fighting dragon. The one thing you'll you'll the, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. The one <laughs> thing that you will find out about this game is that everybody makes fun of the name of it because it's ridiculous. And I have no idea if there's six other games of this or what. Like, I, I don't know, but uh, it's it's a pretty fun game. Um, you know, concept is you have three you have three uh, players, so you, you can have a team of three, and then you have something called the navigator that's supposed to like kind of help you through the through the dungeons. Um, and is it turn based? Is it hack and slash? It is turn based. So yeah, which you, is normally something that sort of steers you away. If it's, it's not Pokemon, you normally aren't trying to do turn based games. One hundred percent. And I'm into this game. I do. I like it. There's there's a little more strategy to the turn base, and uh, um, so far I'm enjoying it. So and and the story. How, has how complex do you say the battle system is? On a scale of one to ten, let's let's put the you know just the general idea of how to battle Pokemon down towards the the least difficult, and then maybe something that's more of a uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah, uh, I'd probably top. put it at like a six or a seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, fi- if we're gonna give Final Fantasy in its like highest form a t- the ten mark, yeah, I I'd, I'd put this around a six or seven. Like I feel like. If you want to try to bash your way through it, you can sometimes, but there, there ha- you definitely have to, in the big battles, you have to think about it, and you have to strategize, or you won't get through it. All right. So. And there's a lot of dragons. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Lots of dragons, lots of strange creatures. Um, the artwork's really cool. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying it big time. Check it out. Maybe I will. I mean... You know, you're not playing Zelda Ocarina of Time even though you bought it, so you might as well. Because you didn't even bring it up as far as games you've currently been playing. I haven't currently been playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, guys. I'd like to emphasize playing it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's what we've been playing lately. Uh, you can always uh, hit us up on MotorCityGaming.com and find the forum where we talk more about these games and uh, and have some fun conversations about uh, what you've been playing and what we you know what we're playing currently. So check it out, MotorCityGaming.com. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Download complete. Yo yo yo. What up, though? <laughs> Open what? the house. Why? Open this house. Can I just ask why that was the intro after after our AI so nicely brought you in? Uh, it needed to be hipper. Hold on a second. Can we? Cool. Can, the, can the AI intro? Just the do, the do cool kids are yeah, here do, today. We're doing it again. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Download complete. All right, guys. This is the news. <laughs> Our first topic is... I was really hoping you were going to do it again. I really thought you were going to hold to your guns. I was thinking of doing it, but then I was like, he's going to punch me in the dick. <laughs> See, I'm surprised because normally, normally 
Jazzy is more like a like a like a possum that you corner with like the trash can lid and the flashlight, and he'll attack as soon as you, right. you start painting him into a corner. That's when he starts attacking more. So I thought that's what was happening. You uh, you wanted the AI to lead us in again, and he uh, I thought you were backing him in the corner. I thought he was going to attack. No. I was getting ready to throw this 3ds across the room right into his face. Exactly. Possums, you gotta know when to play dead. (laughs) 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 All right. So, first big news topic we got No Man's Sky. All right. No Man's Sky will not require the PlayStation Plus to play online. What? I know. Online game that you don't need PlayStation Plus for. What is the last PlayStation game that has done this? But. I, I, to your question, I don't know. I don't, I don't either. Okay. And then my other thing is, do don't you need PlayStation Plus to have party chat? That is a great question. I think you I do. Think but you. this isn't No Man's Sky. Isn't a game where you're really gonna be pl- like playing with other people. hundred percent. The odds, the odds of me getting this game and ever seeing either of you are almost zero. But the odds of us all playing this game, let's say, online at the same time. And since we're never going to see each other, we want to be in a party chat anyways. To talk just about to talk our discoveries, yeah. sure. So you need PlayStation Plus anyways. I, I, mean, right. I believe. Yeah. I believe. I, I'm pretty Man, sure. I suppose you could just Skype or Google Hangouts chat. It just gets complicated. FaceTime. Then. Landline phone. Or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Landline phone or what we could way. do is we could find three styrofoam cups and a, a lot of string. Ooh, or like like, those, like a Rocky like, Loves Emily or scenario. Like the old school, <laughs> like the old school nineteen nineties walkie talkies that you'd buy from Toys R Us. Yeah, but like the whatever those like V Tech ones that are like yeah. the headset that yeah, are yeah. walkie talkie, but oh. it's the headset. Yep. Yeah, those were the hotness back then. Yeah, I had I had one of those, but of course, you know, like the freaking Nano Pet, I got the cheap ass like purple version of it. <laughs> Oh, uh, your parents thought your parents were, <laughs> yeah. were they thought you were curious, that's all. Yeah. At the same time though, like I feel like I have to appreciate the fact that they they got into like the fads that, that the kids were getting to and they like made an effort to go out and find the stuff that you know, everybody was doing. So it's like they wanted us to be cool, they wanted us to have the stuff that other kids had, but they just like they picked up the ball a little too late. So, like, by the time that they actually decided that their kids sh- should be cool, it-, it was it was too late to be cool. Like, yeah, with the stuff that was left. Yeah, we know like you, we all know you weren't cool. That's why we, you and I yeah. were toilet bowl champions in basketball, and, and we were never yeah. we were never you know first team. We were always eighth team. Yeah, might not have been cool, but I had a nano baby. There you go. Yeah, and I had nano kitty. So fuck. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Real quick, we got a special guest in the uh, in in the studio. We wanna we were making fun of him earlier. We're gonna make fun of him now. Cable Two KX is in the house. What up, dog? What up, dog? <laughs> there you go. It's the one time you're ever gonna get that out of me. So you enjoy it. They drop it. They drop it every every episode, and I and I just like get angry. So. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So you play that on a loop for yourself at night. So slide into this mic real quick and tell us uh, anything special going on with you as far as games you've been playing. Anything good? Close uh, to the mic, Chris. Gotta get, Real you gotta, close. You gotta eat that like, mic. Yeah, like deep throat the mic. Yeah. Just, just Ooh, lean over. I Ethan would feel like that it. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> just crawl onto him. Uh, right now, nothing besides you know, um, Overwatch. That's all I've been playing. Yeah, what level Overwatch are you? Uh. 46 now. Damn, 46. Uh, Jazzy, what level are you? 47. No, you're not. No, I'm... 42. 42, 43. Yeah, that's right. 
Chris caught you and passed you. He is beating you right now. It's about time the when race... you guys were like, hey, let's play Overwatch. And then I'm like 14 levels ahead of you guys. And I'm like, guys, I'm playing Overwatch. What are you doing? As we all have called in, we've all agreed that it's a real race. The race to 100 between Jazzy and Chris has begun. And he is pulling away with a commanding lead. Jazzy has no chance. I'm calling it right now. All my money's on Chris. Well, see you. About to go play Overwatch. <laughs> Fucking cheater! <laughs> I'm still at zero, but <laughs> but uh, my my wife has already said she has like those coupon apps on her phone. She's like, we're really close to ten dollars, and when we get ten dollars off, we're going to Target to buy Overwatch. I'm like, yes, nice, very nice. So it's in my future. That's Man. good. Will that give us our six? Uh, that will give us our seven. Technically, oh, oh, yeah, there's a lot oh. of people that are joining. This. Somebody, somebody will drop out. I mean, we're not oh. going to get them all on at the same time. But let's see, we have, we got Zando, we got Jazzy, we got Cable, we got myself. We'll have Ebone Caponer. Um, I we'll, don't. We'll have Rick. <laughs> yep. Jade. Ape AJ. And Ape AJ. Holy shit! I didn't know we had this many. Um, and Button Masher. Ca- oh no, he sold it. He sold it. Sold he it. sold it. Loser. All right, so yeah, we're sitting at. I mean, he wasn't really good anyway. (laughs) We're we're at eight, so we got a couple subs. That's right. Oh, did I say subs? I meant scrubs. There we go. Yeah, as in Jazzy, he's a scrub. Um, yeah, I'm on. I'm leading the scrub. No, screw you guys. I'm gonna stay on Battleborn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good luck with that one. (laughs) (laughs) I still have Battleborn. I'm. I'm just saying. Just saying. Um, but yeah, no. So we'll have a. We will have a full team. We'll be. uh, We'll be able to lock it down and not have to worry about randos anymore. So that'll be exciting. As randos either. Yeah, but. Uh, again, Cable2KX is his gamer tag. He is in charge of all of our video content. So if you guys are enjoying YouTube, you're enjoying Twitch, things like that, it is all thanks to Cable. So make sure you uh, friend him on PlayStation. Uh, you know, Go to the Twitch chat and talk to him while he's streaming. He, he There's streams going on all sorts of days. Head on over to uh, MotorCityGaming.com and you can find out what the schedule is going to look like. But uh, Cable, thanks for stopping by, man. Oh, no problem. Yeah, go beat Jazzy in this race to 100. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys want to join him, by the time you listen to this, invent a time machine, go back in time, and then you can play Overwatch with him. Yeah, there you go. That was a smooth way of you realizing you screwed up. I like that. You You always, you always do that. that? You're always like, you know, uh, yeah, just uh, hop online tonight. Oh wait, that's not tonight. (laughs) Yeah, I like that you think (laughs) we're live. (laughs) (laughs) That was about the most quick witted I've ever been on the show. I'm a little happy. So uh, you also look like you're sweating over there. You okay? A little uh, bit. Get a time machine, and uh, uh, you can go back in time, and you can play in the Cal-Pate. arcades, and everything was a quarter. <laughs> I'm sweating because it's hot outside. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Well, Cable, thanks again. Have uh, have fun, and um, I'll play Overwatch with you as soon as we get done here, all right. or yeah. as soon as they kick me off the show, which would probably be more likely. It'll be right now. Okay. Well, let's go. <laughs> All right, so what what else we got going on in the news though? Uh, there's some more No Man's Sky. How about yeah. that? So so we, we got we got by with the positive news of no PlayStation Plus required yeah, for right. online play. Yeah, that's cool. That's it's good for people that maybe don't want to spend the extra money for PlayStation Plus. What is the bad news? The bad news is is that the uh, company <laughs> company claims No Man's Sky has no license for its super formula, which is the formula that creates this universe. <laughs> Yeah, so I forgot the name of the company that's claiming this, but they they said they believe 
Um, it is Genie Cap. Genie Cap believes yep. Hello Games is using their super formula, and they do not have a license to use their super formula. Right. But don't worry. They have already come out and said they don't want to disrupt the launch of this game. They just want to talk to the developer and find out what the facts are because they're nice people. Right. Or it's because they're hoping it's one of the most successful games ever, and then they find out it is their super formula, and then they sue the shit out of Hello Games <laughs> for all of the money. Like, that. come on. You're not being nice because someone stole your product, stole right. your, your formula. You're being nice because you know how much hype is around this game, and you know that if you let it come out and get big, you're going to have a better lawsuit on your hands. That's my opinion. I like how this wasn't a problem until now. Like, they, if, if, I say if with quotation marks in the air with my fingers because it's a big if, if they did steal this super formula, it was from a, <laughs> it was from a, uh... They have stolen the super formula! <laughs> <laughs> we a... shall destroy them! <laughs> uh, if you have a feeling the water wizards around here somewhere. <laughs> But uh, a geneticist created this super formula as part of the um, genie cap, and it was apparently a a patented formula back in the year 2000. So the fact that they were talking with this guy and he was kind of giving them some hints and information on like what they could do to create this game, and then like, oh, now No Man's Sky is going to come out. And he's like, oh, shit, wait, I shouldn't have given them this information. Let me tell somebody, like, that's important. And then that important guy's like, you gave them the formula? Now we're going to come after them. Like, Yeah, I mean, silly. if it comes out that, like, someone was talking, like, and they have said that they that these, that these someone was talking to Hello Games about this, and if it comes out that, that like, information was given to them, if it was enough information, then, then... I don't know if if you really have a you know ground to stand like stand on. It's not like they went and like stole your formula and 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 like knew nothing about it. They just took it from you and, and like secretly like put it in their game. No, it turns out one of your dudes told them all about it, and now you have a problem with it. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, we're talking about genetics. We're talking about stealing things. We're talking about people doing shady things. And all I can think about is they're, you know, in the, the developers of No Man's Sky, they're they're pulling a shredder. They're just pumping ooze all over some dog and some <laughs> some turtle in a in a warehouse somewhere. Like that's the devious things they're up to. Right. Yeah. That's that. I think that's what they're making. Sound like they stole our formula, and now they've created this monster game. Not to, not we'll to mention this this geneticist who is who is the who is the chief research officer. Like, why don't you have control of this guy? Like, he's like your alpha to your whole company, and you're just gonna let him go off and talk to all these other people and like you, you know control yeah. your your number one dog. I don't know. Maybe he's a big video game fan. And maybe geneticist video game fan. Well. I don't know. I'm, I'm obviously I have this game pre-ordered. that's going to be coming, but I, I don't. The more and more I see of it, and and the ups and downs in the news I'm hearing, it, it, I, I'm kind of just. I don't want to even think about this game. I want it to show up at my door. I'm going to put it in, and I'm just going to 
see what I think because I already feel like the hype train has gotten so big on this game that it's just impossible for it to live up to it. Uh, that's what I'm worried about. So I'm trying just to, for me to be like, you know what, I don't care about this game. When it gets here, I'm going to put it in. I'm going to try to enjoy it for what it is. And if they get, <laughs> if they get sued, oh, well, I already own the game, so yep. we're good. But Well, good news for you. After years of teases and questions, the time is almost here for us to actually play this thing. No Man's Sky has gone gold and will be out on August 9th in North America. If you want it on the PS4. True. Because it turns out that if you want it on the PC, it's been delayed as of today. Ooh. For like an extra four days for some or, reason. Or <laughs> if you live in Europe or Australia, then you got to wait a day yeah. to get it on the PS4. But August 13th is when the PC version comes out now. They were supposed to come out on the same day, and they delayed the PC version. They haven't really come out and said why, but uh, you're going to have to wait a few extra days. So, yeah, we'll see. It's here, though, hopefully. And, I mean, you could play it without PlayStation Plus, so that's cool. All right, moving on. What else we got? Uh, we've got Sonic news. Yes, we do. Yes. Not terrible news, either. Oh, no. Surprisingly great news. Surprisingly. There is a new flavor slushie at Sonic. Oh, wait. That's the wrong news. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Different yeah. Sonic. My bad. <laughs> but uh, a new Sonic game is coming to PC and consoles, including... The Nintendo NX. What? That thing's getting games? Yeah. So wait, hold on. We're getting told what games it's getting, yet we don't know anything about the system. Well, if it's getting games, it's got to be releasing, right? (sighs) I mean, that's one way to look at it, I guess. But uh, yeah, no. um, This looks good. Sega came out. You know, (laughs) there's been a lot of talk. There's been a lot of rumors, and we've all, and we've been making fun of it because they, what the hell is what the hell have they really done with Sonic as a franchise? And I'm gonna give them credit. Uh, part of this announcement is really cool, and part of it is kind of like question mark. Like, okay, sounds promising, but what is it? You know, and that was and that's the NX game. They haven't given us a, really much besides a cool trailer. Yeah, they gave us a cool trailer, which I did watch, and uh, it it intrigued me and confused the shit of me all at the same time. All right? Because, spoiler, if you haven't watched the trailer and you want to watch it, don't listen for the next 30 seconds. But the trailer, like, is kind of sonic. He's running through this cool world. It looks, like, r- really super cool. And then it's, like, in the middle of the trailer, it's like but you need to play with your friends. And then it's like, boom, and like this rock like explodes and you think like another Sonic type character is going to pop out. No, it's another Sonic. And then yeah. he like drops down and runs along with the other Sonic. And I'm like, uh, so are they both minute. blue? I haven't watched this yet. Yeah, so, yeah, so this they're both is, blue, both the same Sonic. I'm going to say this is your fault, okay? This has already happened. It's called Sonic Generations. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I didn't play that, so I didn't get it. Yeah. So, the, and it's because it's from the same company that made Sonic Generations. So- oh. Sonic Team is making this game, which is the only company we ever want to touch Sonic. And the retro Sonic and the current Sonic is basically what it is. They the, like something happened where like the uh, universes collided and they and they and they're Wait, together now. Are we just talking about the trailer for the like? Six-year-old game Sonic Generations. No, this is. No, I'm just oh, explaining. Okay. I'm, yeah. I mean, yes, I am right now. Oh, I'm explaining okay. what's not. But, but this this t- now they're making Project Sonic. Right. Uh, that's all we know right now, and and they're back together as a team. 
So there, so this this duo, which is the best Sonic game that, that came out in the last ten years, practically with Sonic Generations, is coming back for a new a new game that we that we don't know a whole lot about. Got it. Okay. So there you go. So it's alternate yeah. dimensions, and then bam, they collide, and then they're together. They're te- yeah. Now now they're teamed up basically. Yeah. But what about so. Tails? He's that sick flying fox. Because uh, foxes fly. <laughs> foxes don't fly. Yes, they do. That bitch hovers, and that's <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. His tail goes so fast. <laughs> Anyways, I, I'm a, first of all, is it, are the other characters going to be in it? We don't know. I, I would assume right. in some you know form that they should, but you know, I'm okay if it's just straight up Sonic. Let's get back to the roots and not worry about you know yeah. all these sub characters. I want them to spin and collect coins and defeat yeah. bad guys. Which, Have cool spring traps and cool stuff like that. Which is why I was so excited about the second part of this announcement that that we didn't expect at all, and that was the 2D game called Sonic Mania. Yes, it looks incredible. Okay, so real quick, the uh, the the company that Sonic Team that's that made Sonic Colors and Sonic Generations. Uh, they're they're making they're working on that completely new game that we just talked about that we're gonna see late 2017 is what they're saying, uh, but the 2D game called Sonic Mania is going to be coming out in spring of 2017, uh, so that that looks really cool. It looks like old school Sonic One, Sonic Two, Sonic Three, Sonic and Knuckles, like that style to a T, like perfect. And importantly. It does not look like Sonic 4 Chapter 1 and 2. <laughs> right. It, exactly. it really does look like this could have been brought out on the Sega Genesis. Yep. So um, it, I, I'm really excited about that. Uh, they, they showed some uh, some trailer there of, of that game as well, so you can you can check it out. But this is, like, right in my wheelhouse. I loved Sonic growing up. I was I was a Sega Genesis kid. Didn't yep. have my Super – didn't have a Super Nintendo back in the day. So to be able to actually get back and play some – what I call Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, I'm really excited about that. So, but um, and then of course they had to come out and ruin the whole the, the whole announcement by saying that Sonic Dash the, uh, the has been downloaded more than 200 million times um, on on the uh, the mobile devices. Really? Yeah. 200 million. Yeah. And a second season of Sonic Boom animated television series has also been announced. <sighs> I remember watching the the original Sonic uh, cartoon uh, while we were prepping for a show one day here, and it was brutal. Talk about the one where he's eating all the chili dogs? Yeah. <laughs> I still preferred that over the Sonic Underground show. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, for sure. But well, I'm just talking like, man, I remember back in the day. It's like one of those things where it's like back in the day you thought it was the greatest thing ever, and yeah. then like 15 years later you're like, what the hell did we thinking <laughs> did any of those shows hold i mean super no, mario no. brothers super shows pretty sloppy the sonic cartoon is pretty is there a yeah. video game tv show oh even going back still... to the old pokemons they're like real rough they are yeah, yeah. i it, they all it's just yeah they all are you you go back and watch something and you're like wow this entertained me like street sharks is still jaws i must have been straight up <laughs> oh, god it's still oh, oh man i i oh, we've gone over this on the show i own two copies of the entire series of street sharks just in case something happens to one of mine you know it's shark week right now no that was like sharknado week sorry sharknado week oh, i did not know that on television yeah you is sharknado four Sharknados. coming out soon man i hope so when were they those. like fighting aliens and stuff too Alien uh, sharks? All right. So 
<laughs> so back to Sonic before we move on, just in case you guys can't wait till spring and fall of 2017, you can uh, get ready to see Sonic in Sonic Boom, Fire and Ice on the 3DS this September. That is the next Sonic game coming out. Which that um, didn't look too bad. The trailer made it look like it was yeah probably pretty playable. I really liked the uh, the parts of the trailer where you saw the bo- the boss battles were like both screens, like they were they just seemed very epic. So uh, so yeah. Um, you think this will be co op? Keep an eye out for that on the 3ds. On uh, any of these new Sonic games. I could. I don't know. I mean, I, if if Sonic Mania is co-op, it's limited. You know, it's, it's more like uh, what did they used to call it? Like one and a half player or whatever. That's what Sonic Two was. Yeah. Um. That's unless they do split screen. You know. Right. Um. You could do online play nowadays. That's something that was you, never really. You could. Yeah. Around for Sonic. But again, like that 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 style of game. Like, how much can you really do as a cooperative left to right mm-hmm. speed? Besides race, that's the different. That's the difference when you can do cooperative in the new like Super Mario Brothers games. The pacing is totally different yeah. than in a Sonic game. Yeah. So and then the new the new uh, Project Sonic. Uh, we don't know enough about it. If it is truly a three dimensional ish game, then you know obviously yeah, cooperative could come into play at that point. But we'll what see. If it was what... like a Sonic MMO. What? <laughs> Why would it be that? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? No, it wouldn't be because Sonic. I can't take Sonic seriously. Here's the thing about Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, let's just get this off my chest. I love Sonic the Hedgehog, but you cannot take Sonic the Hedgehog seriously to any level. All it is is about speed. The game is fun when you can go left to right fast. And like, I believe anytime you try to add anything else into Sonic, Mario's better. Like. Rayman's better. Anything when you come to a platformer, because technically, you know, Sonic doesn't really hold up strong besides the fact of speed. There's no other game that has this that factor where it feels that good when it's done right. But <laughs> an MMO, I feel like, I feel like no, no. Look, looking at Sonic's track record, there's probably someone involved with Sonic going. Man, that was the kids really like that Call of Duty, <laughs> and they're gonna make some sort yeah. of awful like Sonic shooter yeah, like, where they it's tried. all melee based. They tried. It was called Shadow the Hedgehog. He had a gun. It didn't work out That's too true. well. Just think of all the areas you can go to, like Hedgehog Farms. And- oh my God! Can we move on topic? Yes, we can. Topic move. Topic. <laughs> Let's switch. talk about Pokemon Go. Thank you. Because God. it is still giant. Because it is a record holder now. It is multiple record holder. Mm-hmm. It, it won the gold at the Summer Olympics. <laughs> I, um, I don't know if it did that, but... But it's going to. We need to get the, right. the sound drop for like world record NBA Jam when you log into NBA Jam. Yeah. Dush, yeah. Dush, dush, world can we Can we do that for real? I'm going to talk to the producer about that. Um, <laughs> no. So anyways, <laughs> I talked to him, Jay. He said no. <laughs> Damn. All right, Pokemon Go sets the new iTunes record. Yeah. Record. (laughs) Shortly after its launch in the United States, Pokemon Go quickly became the App Store's top grossing and top free app. So there you go. It was the top free app. And then because of the in-game purchasing, it is the top grossing app. And I think you guys, if you've listened to the show a couple weeks ago when, when Jazzy was was running off numbers about 
outpacing Twitter, outpacing Tinder, outpacing all these. But yeah, guess what? When you have that many people hitting your app, you are probably making a lot of money off that app. I know I've given you quite a bit. I've given you a decent amount of uh, of uh, money already off that app. So, but uh, iTunes basically uh, it's king, king now. Of all time, nothing has ever beaten it. So that's pretty cool. You gonna say anything there? No, because I lost my screen. I don't know what the heck happened there. <laughs> I don't know what the. Is heck. that what that light show was going on over there? Yeah, I just saw it going like boom, and, boom, um, boom. Somebody's boom. somebody's like linked into my computer right now somehow, because like the mouse is moving and I ain't touching it. <laughs> like shit's hacked. Like, shit's weak. Yep. What, uh, Skynet. <laughs> Skynet. It's the AI. She's <laughs> yeah, the off. AI was like, oh, oh my goodness. All right. Well, anyways, we've got some news about, about the stock market in Pokemon Go, right? Uh, yeah, some real good news. They they did really well. They're, they they're, yeah, they doubled yeah. they doubled their stock, right? They're they're just they're they gained billions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, well, the investors find out that Nintendo doesn't make a uh, Pokemon Go, <laughs> and um, the shares drop. <laughs> so for everybody that bought Nintendo stock, hopefully you dumped that shit a while ago, because. Uh, we got morons down at the stock market. So let's just cover this real quick here. <laughs> Investors find out Nintendo doesn't make Pokemon Go. Really? <laughs> Nintendo shares fell 17.7% after it confirmed the success of Pokemon Go would not necessarily translate into profits for the publisher. That's when investors realized, oh, Nintendo doesn't doesn't own Pokemon Go. Taking the current situation into consideration, the company is not modifying the consolidated financial forecast for now, so it's not changing anything, Nintendo stated uh, in, in its stock filing. The weird thing about this is that it didn't have to come out, Nintendo didn't have to come out and say this right now. They could have held until their quarterly review and said nothing, and they could have rode this. So it's kind of weird... I mean, I'm not sitting here saying, hey, you should just, like, hide in the shadows and try to, like, milk something that maybe necessarily is a lie. But at the same time, why come out and cost your company, it was something like $7 billion. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That you dropped already. So, um, since Pokemon Go's release earlier this month, Nintendo's profits have more than doubled in value. However, as the mobile game was developed by Niantic, under the license from the Nintendo, the publisher has acknowledged profits will not uh, will not change a ton uh, because two things: Nintendo only owns some of Pokemon because Game Freak is still somewhat of its own entity, and then Niantic is its own entity as well. So Nintendo is only really a, a, a part of the pie there. So out of all those profits, they're only they're only maybe capturing. I don't know. I'm just going to throw a number out there. 25% of everything, uh, which is still, I mean, great for them. You know, like, hey, let's not be super involved, and yet we still make a ton of money off of something. But uh, the filing also made reference that Pokemon Go Plus device, which Nintendo says will be produced and distributed by by the company and is scheduled for release. So that device Nintendo is part of, which it's sold out everywhere, and it looks like they're going to be able to sell a ton of, uh, so that's that's super cool too, but uh, 
the uh, due to publish its first quarter results later this week, it is expected that Nintendo will not revise earnings forecasts. So again, even though like their earnings are not going to change, and the stock market just jumped on the gun here and said, "Oh my God, Pokemon goes to success! Buy Nintendo! Buy Nintendo! Buy Nintendo!" and just inflated the company. You know, like, like it was a fifteen dollars stock, roughly fifteen to seventeen dollars stock, and it jumped to thirty. Because of investors, right? Because these people freaked out and they saw all of us nerds running around outside collecting Pokemon and they're like, this is going to be a uh, just a money storm. Oh my God, we're all going to be rich. And then, they, and then they're like, oh, oh, we may have, we may have gotten a little overexcited here. Um, sell, sell, sell. Just, just dump it all. Bail out. I wonder if there's someone that put their whole like life savings... Uh, into Nintendo, and now they're like, oh, no. Right? I mean, again, if people jumped it and got it up to 30 and then jumped out, then great. They did well for themselves. But unfortunately, if you held it, then you're still a little bit ahead of the game, but not as much as you could have been. Uh, the other cool thing about Pokemon Go is San Diego Comic-Con just, hap- uh, just happened, and uh, Pokemon Go took over the massive Hall H, which is one of the main halls in San Diego Comic-Con. It was a venue upgrade thanks to the huge success of the augmented reality app. So it wasn't planned to have a hall like that at all. But because it's blowing up everywhere, they gave, they upgraded it to one of the main halls, which was that's pretty wild. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate, but I kind of when this happened, we all kind of were like, um, "There's no way it can, can it can <laughs> like sustain this type of growth." And sure, sure enough, we've come out to see that uh, you know this as much as as much as this is funny to talk about. I I could see it coming. Oh yeah. You know, oh yeah. Now Niantic, on the other hand, had a great San Diego Comic Con. They basically stole the Comic Con by coming out and saying, "Here are your three leaders." Yep. They actually introduced the three leaders. Here are. Uh, Let's, can we talk about the leaders for real? I mean, let's talk about him because this is going to be the only time that I'm going to be on your side because you know I'm Team Mystic for life, you know, Candace. the better team. Blanche. We got oh, Blanche. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got Blanche. Blanche. We got Blanche. <laughs> you got Candela. Candela, right? But let's yeah. be real. Both those chicks are pretty badass, and they're just going to, you know, rape some face, all right? And then you got the instincts. Sparky. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was like, we have a if corny you, name. Yeah. First of all. First of all, it's corny name. First of and all, it's yellow d- eats glue, man. Like, yeah. your, we, we And then they give him a leader that. that's wearing tight leather pants, a jacket vest with a hoodie. Like, really? What? Is, like, what? I mean, I guess he eats glue, so we can't. Yeah, but I, I, um, yeah. So, so the, they they announced those. They announced the uh, that the trading is coming. They announced that the, uh, Niantic came out and said we are going to support this game for years. Yep. So they they're ta- they started to drop hints about next the gen the Pokemon. next gen more more Pokemon. They talked yep. about the legendary birds. They talked about how they're going to enhance. Uh, battling with gyms and enhance pokey stops and and they're bringing pokemon centers whatever the hell that means yep. uh i believe pokemon centers are the uh, is is going to be what they also announced for the business side of things is that they announced how they're going to make even more money with this game is they're going to allow companies to open pokey centers is what i'm gonna, is what i'm thinking is mm-hmm. what's happening here and they're going to be advertised in games so if you own a video game store and you don't have a pokey stop by you 
let's say, and you want to open a Poke Center, you can pay Niantic to open a Poke Center, and then yep. in the game, it's going to advertise you for people to go to your business, to literally go inside your business. Um, and some, and for those people that don't have a Poke Stop by them, they're dying for this right now because they're looking at pizzerias in New York that that's that has a Poke Stop right outside this building. That's revenue has gone up seven hundred percent since the game came out. Yep, they want it. So Niantic is genius to get this to roll this out as fast as possible because you're gonna make a killing off all these businesses that want to be part of this. Yep, and don't worry. For all of those who are just worried about the current gameplay, Niantic also did come out and say they know that there's something wrong with the map and the fact that everything shows three uh, little footprints and the whole tracking system's all screwed up, and they're working on it. <laughs> yeah, that's what they so they call it. They call it the three-step glitch, yep. and uh, they they're obviously well aware of it, but they have no answers for it's it. Right hot now. new dance sweeping the nation. <laughs> yeah. The three-step glitch. That's right. <laughs> All right, um, we got to patent that because somebody's going to get famous on YouTube doing the three-step glitch now. That's right. We have to come up do with the a three cool... step. Do the three-step. All right, guys. What well, up, though? <laughs> 7.5 million people have downloaded Pokemon Go in the U.S. Glitch, please. Since the launch <laughs> as of July 11th. Yeah, so four days after launch. Yeah. So it launches in the U.S. July 7th, and then July 11th, there was 7.5 million people in the U.S. only that downloaded on their Android or iOS. Yeah. So that's based upon um, iTunes actually didn't come out and give any of their actual stats for like what the numbers are for the record being broken. But I just figured we'd throw that in there as kind of an idea as to just in the United States alone, which this game has released in many countries since then. Oh, yeah. Canada, as Japan, to, uh, yep, UK, <laughs> yep. As to how many Australia, like yep. as to how many um, Australia got it before us. I know. I was just throwing them in there because they have it. As to how many people have actually downloaded this game, it's insane. Yeah, there's. They blew everyone out of the water. Yep. But, but I mean, when you have a name like Pokemon and you release something like this, that I mean, you can go to any little hangout zone that you know used where people used to kind of like, yeah, there's going to be some people there. Now there's like quadruple the amount of people there all running around with their face buried in their phone. It's kind of creepy actually. Yeah. Like when we went to, when we went to the to the the Nankin Mills off Heinz the other the other night. <laughs> yeah, there was, I was I, like there had to be at least 70 I people. I was at a historical site. You're at a historical yeah, yeah. place. You, you can't even yeah, there's not <laughs> there's not even a water fountain there, okay? Like you can't buy anything at this time of night. Everything's closed. And there's 70 people there. And it w actually was a little uncomfortable. I like went around. I got my pokey stops. And I was like, "All right, let's get the hell out of here. This is like a little too much for me." Yeah. But it, it's just crazy. Like, I mean, the amount of people that are in this. I to, here's a great example. I today I'm driving on a side street. I'm driving by a church, and a um. What is the evolved version of Tentacruel? Or, There's Tentacool and then Tentacruel. So yeah. Tentacruel is the evolved version. Sorry. Yep. So that's what drew, that, it popped up. And I was like, oh, I don't have that yet, right? And so I pull into the parking lot of the church, and I stop, and I catch it. And I pick my head up. <laughs> Mind you, there's no cars by me at all. The side streets, okay? There's no main road here. No cars by me at all when I first stopped. I picked my head up from catching it, and all of a sudden, the, si the, the side street was gridlocked with cars. 
and people were get, people were just like pulling off to the side and like parking on the side of the of the of the side street, jumping out of their car and running to the church to catch this tentacruel. <laughs> it, you know, it happened in thirty seconds. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, that's cr- like this is crazy. I'm like, I'm gonna get out of here before someone like you know jumps me for my pokeball. Dude, it seems so big too. <laughs> so you think about it. So four days after, it's at seven point five downloads, right? So it's clearly way more than that now. However. The current population of the U.S. alone is like 321 million. So, like, you're looking at like one percent of the population of the United States will say one to two percent has downloaded and is playing Pokemon Go. You walk outside, it seems like way more than that. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> Anyways, guys, uh, head on over to MotorCityGaming.com. Hit us up in the forum where we'll be talking about Pokemon Go. And uh, if you're a local in the Michigan area, uh, we like to post about uh, where our findings are, things like that that, we, that we've been trying to share. Uh, uh, Xander, uh, our co-host of The Legend of Retro, found a Venusaur in the wild. Yes. That's probably, Did try- he catch it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so that's that's been probably the its CP was garbage, but he caught it. No, yeah, it wasn't great, but yeah. again, just it was just to cool see it to see it, it yeah. in the wild, you know. Um, so things like that that we try when it happens, we try to make posts as uh, quick as we can, so that way if you are in the area, then you can you can maybe come see if if it's still there for you. I know there's sites out there to help you with this, but if you like hanging out at the forum and chatting with us, anyways, it's another way to uh, stay up on the, on this stuff locally. Uh, but again, check it out, MotorCityGaming.com, and uh, hit us up in the forum. Talk about Pokemon Go. Let's talk about the new Sonics. Are you excited for it? And uh, what about, maybe we're, maybe we're off base. Are you guys excited for No Man's Sky? Uh, do you think that the the hype is real? Uh, let us know what you think in the forum. All right, that's uh, that's what I got. That was our attack on the news for these topics and much more. For much more, visit. Our Facebook page, Facebook slash Motor City Gaming. Retrieving emails from info at MotorCityGaming.com. All right, Grimlock the Dino 9, your Gamezilla mailbox is now up to date. Man, she's so nice to me. Look at that. I, I think it will only last so long. She's just not used to us yet. Yeah, that's true. But you know. Just like starting a new job, she's you're even, all polite at first, yeah. and then she's going to. She's even organizing my questions for me. It's pretty cool. So, uh, first question, though, comes from Sci-Fi AJ, and he says, Will you guys ever go to OG Comic-Con in San Diego? Are tickets hella expensive? Um, <laughs> so, uh, after, after this show, so yeah. I, I can tell you, I tried to go to this show. Yeah. Uh, we got into the lottery, mm-hmm. uh, into the, actually, the, I believe they called it a draft. Uh, Jade, you know, Brick Bitch got us into the lottery, and uh, we thought we had a chance to get tickets. Didn't. So we're going to try again next year because I would love to go, especially this year seeing how much video game-related news happened at San Diego Comic-Con, more so than I can remember in the past years. I'm very intrigued into going uh, soon, if I can. I mean, if we're going to be honest, we had more NX news at San Diego Comic-Con than we did at E3. I I believe every show coming up now will say that. Gamescom <laughs> is coming to Germany. We're going to we're going to hear more about NX. Like that's it, it has to happen if Nintendo has anything somewhat of 
in the shape or concept of a brain, they have, they have to start talking about it. I, I don't know what they're going to do if they don't. Well, I mean, their stock went up, so they got some money for advertising and right. Not, not anymore. No, they lost. They lost <laughs> oh, all yeah, that they money. Lost all that. Yeah. That was that was fake money, anyways. <laughs> it was like monopoly stock, money. Yeah, that, that's what the stock market is <laughs> yeah. fake money. Um, <laughs> it was Mario yeah. coins, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, you can use it in the now defunct uh, Nintendo Games Club or whatever it yeah, was. There you go. Um, our tickets hella expensive. If you get tickets like legitimately, they they're not terrible. I mean, they're expensive, but they're not terrible. I'd say you know a ticket might run you about 120 bucks for a day. You, if you're gonna go for the whole thing, you at Disney World. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah exactly. But um, people are also you can also get tickets. You know, people scalping them and stuff for like eight hundred dollars per ticket. Yeah. Um, and then did you eyeball? Uh, did you eyeball emoji the Justice League and Wonder Woman trailers and have any feelings towards them? So I watched them both. Yep. They're both better than anything DC I've ever seen. Minus uh, Smallville. Of the new stuff, okay, say, including Dark Knight trilogy. No, Christopher Nolan stuff obviously is yeah. is always held very highly. But out of like Batman vs Superman or or just uh, Man of Steel, all this stuff that's more recently come out, um, this felt the like right out the gate where a trailer caught my attention. Wonder Woman remind me of Captain America, which isn't a bad thing. Like people are gonna say, be like, oh, you're just ripping off Captain America. Like who? I don't care. Because the formula worked for Captain America. Yep. You could make it work for her because she stole the show in the Batman vs. Superman movie, and now and now it looks like she's going to pick up right where she left off, and I'm okay with that. And then the Justice League, it had my attention. I don't like Batman joking, like cracking jokes. Like, that's kind of weird. Bruce Wayne cracking jokes is weird to me. Yeah. But overall... It had my attention, and I liked it. I, I shared the trailer, and I said, okay, I'm I'm interested. You have my attention. Keep in mind, I feel like if, if I had seen these trailers independent of the fact that I'm a giant Marvel fan and the fact that Avengers 1 and 2 has already come out and been huge successes, I think they would have been a lot better. Because the whole buildup of all these movies has been they're going to release a Justice League movie like the Avengers movies have come out. However, they're <laughs> however many years at this point behind the gun. So, I mean, you know, a little late to the party. And the fact of the matter is, is we've already had two epic Avengers movies. So I think it kind of like just got shadowed by the fact that Marvel has already done this and done it well. I mean, absolutely. If you're not first, then you have to be better. And I feel like the stuff that they that they have released to try to lead up to you know having a Justice League movie, it's just it's been hit and miss, and most and mostly miss. Um, you know, were there bright spots about Batman vs Superman? Yes. Overall, though, was the movie a giant mess? Yes. Yep. You Messy's know? the best way to describe it. It wasn't. Bad. I enjoyed it, but was the whole thing just sloppy and rushed? Where you can take disjointed. A, you could take an Avengers movie, or you could take a Captain America movie, or you can take an Iron Man movie, or you can even go over to the Thor side, which I would say is on the weaker end, and still pull out a well co- a cohesive, thought out concept that also is so so like intelligently weaved 
I love how everything connects. Guardians of the Galaxy. Everything is weaved into this storyline and is creating this big story arc that you care about. So even Captain America, who I didn't give a shit about. I didn't care about Captain America at all when the first Cap started coming out. He was never never one number a character I really was a fan of. Didn't hate him, but I just never cared about him. Mm-hmm. And now it's they're some of my favorite movies. And part of it is because you've built him into interacting with the other the other characters that I care about and instantly it made me pay more attention to him. Pay more attention to people like Hawkeye. You know? Scarlet Witch, like just these sub characters that like never get the time of day, but because you built these great like interactions together, oh, you almost wish you're like, man, I would be okay if there was more of him in this movie. I'd be okay if like he had more lines, you know, like things like that. Yeah. Um. That DC, how how do you do that when you have DC where it's like you have Superman, you have yeah. Batman, like these people don't. They, can't, they don't share the screen. It's hard to balance them. I thought it'd be hard to balance Iron Man and, and Captain America. They did it. But you're talking Batman and Superman, for God's sakes. And let's, let's just drop yeah. Batman out. You're talking about Superman. Like, you don't share the screen with Superman. He's just that guy that can do everything. He has limited weaknesses, and he always wins. Yeah. And he's OP on every level of everything. So... Anytime you try to mix him into like a human like issue, you're kind of like, come on, man, it's Superman. Like, no, this would like he just would yep. win. And I think they, I think DC kind of did did their releases a little ass backwards because I feel Civil War and Captain America versus Iron Man worked because it was an inner conflict between Marvel. After they've already given you the storyline of the Avengers, absolutely, twice, hundred percent, and then DC's like, "Oh, that 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 could work. Let's let's do this and let's rush it out and get it out there because we don't have the Justice League movie available and ready yet." So they threw that inner conflict movie in there before they gave you the storyline of Justice League. No, I will tell you though, I am very intrigued with Aquaman. Yes, <laughs> yes, everything about him, I'm like, yep, yep. And even the director coming out about the Aquaman uh, movie, talking about how he wants to bring in some horror aspects, horror, not horror, uh, aspects. I'm intrigued by both. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to the movie. It makes me, you know, like a more of a darker, again, and I, and they're going that darker route, which is which I'm happy that they're doing. They're going a more serious route. Um You know, it could either pay off and give them a different angle than Avengers, which Avengers seems to be more fun, more more action and more just like lighthearted. Lighthearted. Um where I feel like this is going in a more serious darker tone that Watchmen style almost that could be good or it could be extremely boring and and just fall off, but we'll see. It has my attention. Um at the end of the day though, sci-fi AJ, here's how it is. You Jazzy Fiddle we could go. I can come out there. You can come out here. Doesn't matter. We'll grab some popcorn. We'll grab some beef jerky. We'll grab some moon mists, and we're gonna watch Suicide Squad. Let's do it. Oh boy, let's do it. I'll go see it too. Oh, I absolutely want to go see Suicide, Suicide Squad. Yeah. Suicide Squad actually has my most interest out of everything. yeah, out of all of them. Let's do it. Uh, all right. Uh, he 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 wants to end it off with this. It's a really good question. If you were a pro wrestler. What would your walkout tracks be 
What tracks get you amped and revved up? I already have my answer. It's easy. I'm Grimlock, and I'm going to walk out to my boy Ebo Capone's intro to this podcast because it is money. <laughs> Fuck it. Hit it one more time. Do it. Yeah. Just picture right now. A little bit of fog coming up, right? Entrance. Here comes my highlight reel. Just starts hitting the screen. A lot of like neon green laser beams going on right now. There's a bunch of a bunch of bitches and like in like bikinis with the march. No, no, no. I'm a monster, dude. I don't know bitches. You save your shit for your shit. I'm walking down, boom, big explosion, and there's just this big like shadow. And here I am, just flexing my big ass muscles. Boom, walking out super fast, right? Just like no one no one can touch me. Everybody's screaming at me. Some people are booing at me. It doesn't matter. And I can just crawl in, slither my way onto the uh, onto the platform, stand up, crawl to that top that top rope, and just give a whole big middle finger to everybody and get ready for my match. <sighs> there it is. Grimlock. <laughs> now <laughs> that, was, that was pretty uh <laughs> Now, as we know, I'm a big wrestling fan, and I it just clicked in my head that you've met, you've probably never seen this entrance, but I'm going to show you. Uh, he's in the WWE as the name Finn Balor. You're going to see this guy, and you're going to be instantly obsessed with him because he comes out dressed like a demon, and there's all this fog, and he's a monster. And when he was in Japan, he would come out dressed like he'd have Joker makeup, he'd have Venom makeup. He'd come out as Bane, and uh, he'd have people carry him out, and like there'd be a coffin. They'd carry a coffin to the ring, and he'd rise up out of it like as a supervillain. So basically, what is he stole all my intro, my my entrances. Exactly, I and, came up with all those before him, and you're gonna love it. I'll show you after the show. <sighs> Man, okay. I feel like I'd want to be like a more more dark mystery. Like I, <laughs> I don't know why, but for some reason, I always loved uh, Raven's entrance. So I want like the oh, lights, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. I want like the lights to the whole place to just go out. I want the lights to the whole place to just go out, and then like, you know, just a like glow comes on like the, the ring, and I'm just like sitting in the corner, and then like Seether's Truth comes on as my like entrance music, and it's just like real dark and mysterious, and then like, that that's it, and then I just like kind of rise up and then just fight like nothing fancy just like very mysterious dark and then i fight and then for i'll probably get my ass kicked and then i'll just leave that's that's yeah. here, here you go here you go here you go jazzy this is your track yeah, <laughs> yeah. see what I'm talking about? and then the lights hit <laughs> i mean it, it, we we have it currently set in a yeah well, i mean we don't have this all down yeah that's it yeah, and Jazzy just rolling yeah, yeah. out. So you're gonna have like a platform that rises you up out of the ground? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, clearly, I'm gonna have to go to like your your school of thought on uh, entrance music to to the wrestling, because uh, mine was not as cool as me rising up out of the yeah. The ring. It's like one of those fake platforms that just like you know yeah. all of a sudden you just rise up and, and you come out of the platform and. Uh, and then you're, yeah. you're you're rocking it, yeah. I, I like it. I like it. All right. Um, I don't want to have long hair and I want a headbang because I've never had hair. I've man, always been bald, so I just want to have long hair and headbang. I had long hair for a minute, by it? like eight years, and it was awesome. I'm, I'm getting, in it eight years. Are you getting yours prepped. <laughs> oh yeah, I prep I prep mine out. So uh, uh, obviously he actually rest- has the saved. Somewhere, I already like, know. Like yeah. as as a wrestling fan, you have to make that decision. <laughs> now the difference between you guys and me. 
is I've been involved in professional wrestling. I managed a match, and I punched another manager in the head. I have made a pro wrestling debut. Shout out to my boy, the creature feature, John Campbell, as I got to manage him for the match. So, you know, you know, you got to think all these things. What if they needed me to have music to come out to? Uh, so I would for sure be going with Redneck by Lamb of God. You just listen to it right away. The, uh, the guitar has a nice swag to it. Lamb of God's my favorite metal band. And uh, the vocal stylings of the match are intense, so people know I'm coming out to whoop ass. I might hit you with a chair before the match even starts. Like, this song is setting the tone for me to be a crazy person. Which is exactly who you are. Absolutely. Yeah. But can you come in from, like, a zip line, and then there's, like, three other people on zip lines that are look just like you, and we don't know which one you are? No, see, I picture him coming in as, like, like... I think of like this crazy like animal creature almost like huh. just like running in like almost like not on all fours. Like a Blanca? Yeah, like a Blanca. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There it is. Yeah. And then when he gets into the when he gets into the arena and he's just standing there and this music's going on, he's just like pulsing, like electricity, like just pulsing. So like the older warrior used to shake the rope yeah. just like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> And then there's like like lightning bolts like all over the screen except, behind yeah, me. Yeah, except the yeah the screen, and then they set up special lines that come from the pol- the posts. They're like electricity are shooting down, and it's yeah. like one of those plasma bombs. Yeah. The whole ring, they lower like thirty of those down to the ring, and I'm going around touching all of them. They get electricity go around while the super. So it's like this sort of like I guess it'd be a little erotic. Yeah. At the same time, this intense music's playing. I'm just touching all these balls with like electricity in them. Yeah. So oh. apparently I'm just going to go to a wrestling match if he ever does this. I'm going to trip on some acid, and then that'll be my life. Yeah, right you'll there. be set. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is why we let him go last, because we knew we knew he'd have uh, the best answers. So I, I had it all I have it all planned out. I've, oh, my goodness. Not my, not my first time thinking about what yeah. I would do. All right, well, I have a feeling, though, that he like wrote this in his will to where like this is like going to be his music, like... No matter, no matter what, yeah. no matter what happens, like it's gonna be used somewhere. Yeah. That song be pretty intense for a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it was at his funeral, though, for sure. It wouldn't, like, I wouldn't raise an eyebrow. I'd just be like, "Yep, that's Ethan." <laughs> yeah, I saw, saw this coming. <laughs> All right, thank you for the question, Sci-Fi AJ. Next up, we got Phantom Joe, and he says, based on the trailers just released, what movie are you more looking forward to seeing? Justice League or? King Kong. I watched both. Mm. I'm a hundred and ten percent more excited for King Kong. Yeah. Now I just got done saying I was interested in Justice League, but King Kong looked phenomenal. We haven't had a King Kong for about I think it's ten or eleven years now since Peter Jackson's, which was which again wasn't the greatest. It was but, like oh five, yeah. Yeah. And uh it came out on HD DVD. That's how old it is. Yeah, but you got, but you got uh, our boy Tom, aka Loki, uh, is is one of the main characters in, um, in the new King Kong, and of course, King Kong himself, which they didn't show a whole lot, but anything that has a giant monster, and this is by the <laughs> right, and this is also by the same company that did the new Godzilla. They've, yeah. they've, they've talked about this is the monster like uh, cycle that they're going to do, which eventually could lead into a King Kong, King Kong versus, versus Godzilla. Godzilla. Oh, please, please, please. <laughs> right? Oh, my gosh. So, my life would be over. I used to watch that. So King Kong versus Godzilla was a tape that was always in the yeah. VCR at my friend's house growing up. And these are the friends that I spent all my time with when I was a kid. So, so. just because oh. this is that path that could lead us to that, 
of course it has to be this. Yeah. Like the trailer looked good. I- I'm excited to to find out more, but in the end, it's a giant monster movie, and giant monster movies always win out for me. They're they're. I mean, I grew up on Godzilla, and. I loved Pacific Rim. I can't wait for the next one. Those those movies, no matter how cheesy they are or whatever, I just eat them up. I love them. Yeah. So super pumped for King Kong. Like the trailers themselves, hand in hand, I was kind of like, eh, I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna go King Kong just because I, f- I felt like it was a cooler trailer. But the second I found out it was from the creators of the of the current Godzilla movie, I was like, yep, give it to me now <laughs> because that's like one of my favorite movies of all time is the new Godzilla. I love it. Yeah. No, I, I just recently watched the new Godzilla again, and and oh god, the the end of that the end of that so movie, good. I just want to like the end of that movie, I just want to grab someone I don't like and rip their head off and breathe fire down their neck because that's what happens. Spoiler alert! <laughs> Spoiler alert! Yeah, um, the end is just so rewarding. <laughs> like that movie is good, but the end makes it just fantastic. Yeah. Anyways, um, God, you spoil everything. You know, that's yeah. what I do. Jack dies, the ship sinks. Game over. Eh. <laughs> Godzilla's <laughs> been out for long enough that if you don't know, then right. you weren't planning on watching it anyways. So move along. King Kong all the way. All right. That's all I need to say. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks for the question there, Phantom Joe. Next up, we have Xander uh, to stay in uh, in the same wheelhouse. Here we have Detective Pikachu. Is a thing. It's real. <laughs> oh, it's real. So that's right. A live action Pokemon movie is being made, Hollywood style, called, and it's, it revolves around by de- legendary films. By legendary films called, De- and it's about Detective Pikachu. Um, so what he wants to know is what Pokemon movie would you rather see? Please include a main star, what Pokemans, and a base plot. Best pitch gets a high five. Anybody want to go yeah, first? I, I got one I'll go with. Um, there is, uh, yeah, again, we all know I'm a big Pokemon fan, so I, I've researched uh, different ROM hacks and, and fan-made games, and there's actually one that I would like to see that developed into its own feature in some sort of way. It is, uh, oh, I don't even remember which, which game it is, uh, the fan-made one, but the story is you play is either Professor Oak or I think it's Agatha from the Elite Four, the ghost uh, Elite Four uh, person from the original games, and it's their origin story, how she became, you know, an Elite Four ghost trainer and how Professor Oak became Professor Oak. So you start off as them as teenagers or whatever, and you go on a Pokemon journey. And I think that's actually a cool story that connects to a character. We all love Professor Oak and seeing uh, his evolution trying to become the world's greatest Pokemon researcher, but seeing him in his youth as a Pokemon trainer. Okay. Jazzy? I want to see, like, the other side. Like, playing the original one, you were always Ash Ketchum, and you always your rival always just popped up randomly. Gary, I believe his name was. I want the story of Gary. With what Pokemons? Whichever, I don't, which ones did he have? He always had, like... It doesn't matter. You get, so, to, so you get to pick. So if we're talking red versus blue, where you, you play as red, right. your rival wears blue, or or Gary, um, depending on what, which story you want to play into, um, I think he started with Squirtle. I think Squirtle was his starter. You know, in the, if we follow, like, the manga, Squirtle was his starter. Um, we know there's, there's all the fan theories about, you know, his Raticate potentially dying on the SSN. 
Um, that's something they could work into the story. Um, I want to say maybe... What are some of the other Pokemon that uh, the Blue has? Um, I can't... Uh, maybe he has an Arcanine, I think, is something he has at a point. So uh, those are all yeah. the good ones for that, that story. All right. And I want it to be directed by Michael Bay. Oh, God. Explosions! Why would you do that? Okay, so, so here's mine. Love it. Mine's, a true, <laughs> mine's a true OG, okay? I'm just going... More I'm, OG than Oak? Yeah. OG as in it's my own original. Oh, oh okay. I'm, I'm going okay. off the rails here, okay? So... You're going to have a character. His name is Ethan. He's I played think. by Jonah Hill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Jonah Hill goes to this pokey park. And it's an aquatic pokey park. And he befriends a super obese Gyarados. The Gyarados is very sad, obese, in a very small container, can't seem Does to... Does he have diabetes? You know what? Sure. <laughs> Why not? He's got diabetes too. He is one jacked up Gyarados, and the and and Jonah Hill, aka Ethan, feels really bad uh, for this character, or for this for this creature. So they they build this whole scheme, and basically they they get in shape together. Gyarados gets a little bit healthier, gets a little bit stronger, and then the ocean just happens to be right there. So then Jonah Hill runs out onto this rock and like points his finger up into the air and Gyarados jumps over him into the ocean and is free. Uh, free Willy. <laughs> yeah, so you basically took OG. Like, <laughs> you basically took Free Willy and How to Train Your Dragon. <laughs> train your dragon. I don't talk about man. It's all legit. It's all mine. OG. That that's it. Gyarados? Okay, let's do it. But we're gonna we're gonna replace Jonah Hill. Just think of with a Gyarados Seth that Rogen. looked like a Snorlax. Okay, like that's how bad this Gyarados Snorlax is. Snorlax pimp. Let's make a let's make a movie where Snorlax oh, is a yeah. pimp in the inner city. Yeah, yeah. Snorlax. Yeah, pimp just in New pimping York. out some jinx. Yeah, <laughs> pimping out some yeah. jinx. So the main actors. <laughs> yeah, the and main... they got like that annoying like side character that comes around that everybody hates. Will but Smith. He's like, yeah, and it could be Mister Mime. <laughs> Will Mr. Sm- Mime. Will Smith is Mr. Mime. Jinx is trying to turn tricks, and here's Mr. Mime trying to like hand out hand jobs. And everyone's like, get out of here, Mr. Mime. He's like, like, just always grabbing at people. No, we were doing and then it's a we love- were doing really well with <laughs> the show. It's a love story between Mr. Around. Mime and Jinx, how we're they like break well. away from the Snorlax. I free willy, not all hand jobs. So. Oh, boy. All right, well, there, there's, our, there's our movies that we'd rather see instead of Detective Pikachu. Anyways, thanks for the question, Xander. <laughs> Next up, we got Chops. Oh. He still lives. Does Nintendo own Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. Also, what's an Apple? Uh, on a serious note, how about Nintendo's investors being dumb? That is all. Miss you, fools. Also, how do you feel about all the sweet trailers released at Comic-Con? Game on, buttheads. Um, so... Yes, Nintendo. Nintendo kind of owns it. The kind of partially owns it. The yeah. investors were extremely stupid. Yeah, and uh, all the trailers looked fantastic. Yep, including one that we didn't mention, the new King Arthur trailer. Yes, looked really. Oh, cool. that looks super good. Yep. Um, and to answer your final question, an apple is not an orange. This is true. I, I just checked the facts. He's right. But <laughs> next up is a question from Tony, and Tony says, Dragon Warrior 7 is my favorite game. I have put a lot of time into it, which includes a 260-plus hours saved game. However, my biggest problem is none of my gaming friends have ever played this gym. My question is, and you may have covered this before, 
What unpopular game do you love that you wish more of your friends would have played? Maniac Mansion is another one of his. Oh, man, a game that I love that I wish more people would have played. Dragon Seeds. Oh, my God, that one's easy for you. Man, I wish you guys played Dragon Seeds. I just want you to play Dragon Seeds so you can it's, see how awesome it is. It's not awesome a real game. It's for real. I don't even believe it. I've well, never seen as it I in find, the wild. As soon as I find the burnt DVD disc just that I because, have that I made. Just because you made three fake eBay accounts and posted three fake copies of Earth Seeds to try to prove to me that it's a real game? Because I've never seen it in the wild and I've only seen the three posts on eBay and that's it. I don't think it's real. Okay, listen, all right? I'm calling you I'll out. I'll tell you why you haven't seen it, because it's it's a legendary, all right? This is like, like Pokemon Go. You go. don't just find Moltres just flying around. This The Dragon Seeds is like the Mewtwo of Pokemon Go, all right? <sighs> Ethan, you got an answer for this? A little, uh, a little game that I think uh, we should actually all three of us sit down and play together, have you guys over the house, uh, do some grilling, get a bonfire going, we'll make an evening of it, and then we'll all go inside and play Jaws Unleashed! <laughs> <laughs> it's better than Pac-Man Fever. That's where I really thought you were going. No, I was about to say, hell no. Uh, no, on a on a serious note, because I know everyone hates Jaws Unleashed, but me, because it's garbage, uh, and it is it is pretty bad. But I love it. Um, a game that we know that I love that I just don't think enough people have actually played is Burger Time. Grown yeah. man's game. It's a grown man's grown game. Ass. There's a lot of people like, oh, yeah, you know, I love arcade games. I love Burger Time. They're like, what? I go, it's an arcade game where you build hamburgers. And they're like, that sounds ridiculous. Like, more people need to play Burger Time. It's a classic. It's cheap to get. And it's amazing. I never cool. played Burger Time, but my mom did buy me Cake Mania. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> another another underrated game that I, that I just think uh, more people in this room should play, Ocarina of Time. Yeah. Definitely. Never heard of it. More people in this <laughs> room should play it. To completion. I let's hate just, you guys Let's just so cover much. this right now. I hate you so to much. To completion, since we didn't cover this and he just thought playing it once would make us all shut up. If, I, you, if you ever want to wear your, your Zelda hat again without us giving you shit about it, just complete be, just, Ocarina just, time. Just complete it. I will. It it's, doesn't. It honestly doesn't take that long. Like It's a fun adventure. It's a fun adventure, and you should definitely do it. So I'll do it as soon as my battery dies from Pokemon Go. <sighs> I can't get away from it. It's just addicting. Last week you were like, uh, I think I'm done with this game. And then the tides had turned. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you always so deep with like your responses? <laughs> <laughs> what was it last week? Last week it was something like, what if, like, the lights went out and you got electrocuted and then, like, you became the next uh, Highlander or something like that? Like, it was something like that. No, and I, Half-Life. Like, Half-Life. What if Ethan what if was the next Half-Life? The next Half-Life? <laughs> and I was like, what the hell does that even mean? Like, where does that, like... Uh, anyways, you, Listen, go to, you go to some strange places, man. You go yeah. to some strange places. Man, if I could sell tickets to my mind, whew, move over Disneyland. You hear voices inside your head, I think. Yeah. They talk to him. I think I, think, I can't, I I can't think, remember what the rest of the words are to that song. It's like they talk to me. They understand. They talk to me. They understand. Yeah, your boy just came back. I know. I'm excited. Randy Orton just returned to WWE. Yeah, he's this my week. boy. He's my boy. That would be my second walkout song because, yeah, and then Randy I would song. just do Randy. That's all I would do. Just crazy ass Randy. <sighs> Randy Newman. Can we just kick him off? Can we just <laughs> kick him out? Man, we've been talking about it all day. Anyways, um. 
What under, <laughs> Jay, what, what underrated yeah, well, game? Underrated game for you. Um, honestly, th- this one I believe is underrated because it came out, it launched on a dead system practically, is Fantasy Star Online. I had a couple, you know, I had a couple friends that played it, but realistically, so many people never experienced Fantasy Star Online. Like Ethan, did you ever experience Fantasy Star no, Online? No, 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 no never I'll played. say this: I, Jazzy, I, I, I know I came almost over, nothing about it. Yeah. I came over to prep for Nerd Barbecue 2.0, and you had Fantasy Star Online thrown in to like, test to yeah. test the rig that we set up. Yeah, and I will tell you this: if if I was not sucked into the world of Warcraft and not playing video games with you at the time, I would have went hard with you on Fantasy yeah. Star Online. That's the thing. It was super Every, fun. Everybody that did try it got hooked, and that's why I'm saying yeah. like it was one of those games that like if if it was if Sega wasn't dying at that time, I think it would have been one of the top games like period. But uh, you know, and and it had a couple chances with GameCube and Xbox, but you know. I definitely think that's my number one like underrated game that people just have no idea the addiction that it caused. But uh, besides that, underrated NHL hits. I just thought of that one. I played so much hits in college. I you know a lot of people are like you mean Blitz. I go no, it's the hockey version and it's FIFA incredible. FIFA Street. FIFA Street is dope. Super fun game. Um, Star Wars Demolition. Another one that I really enjoyed that was basically Twisted Metal, but Star Wars. No one really gave it a chance. I have the WWE version of Twisted Metal called, like, Rumble Road or something, and it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I could totally do some Twisted Metal, too. I don't feel like that was underrated, though. I feel like a lot of people played Twisted Metal. No, yeah, absolutely. That's, so, yeah, you can't even. Yeah, I can't no. use that one, but, man, would I like to play some more Twisted Metal, too. They had that free PS Plus game months ago that was sort of like a Twisted Metal style game. That oh I, yeah. yeah, I did download it, but I like started it and then just something came up and I just never put it back up. All right, thanks for the uh, question there, Tony. And uh, next up, I have a question from Josh. He says, though the amount of microtransaction microtransaction items are in po- that are in Pokemon Go right now are limited. Uh, but desirable, I think we are going to see a ton of additions over time. Uh, Niantic CEO said at SDCC, San Diego Comic-Con, that he sees this game growing like an MMO, which means there will be no lack of purchasable content. I feel like a two ninety nine Master Ball that will never miss and always catch is something we will see, and maybe each new generation costing four ninety nine isn't too far off, too far of a reach. You guys mentioned previously that a two ninety nine one time charge to have one v one battles is something you'd gladly pay. But what are some other pay to play features you think are on the horizon? Also, what other microtransaction items do you expect? Hashtag no wipe. Hashtag Dingle King. Game on. <laughs> He's throwing out tags for you, Jazzy. Yeah. Um, and there's a second part to this, but let's let's tackle this part first. Um, everything that's currently in the game now that you can't purchase, I feel like they're going to put that in there. So the purchase of Great Balls, Ultra Balls, totally see a Master Ball in there. Um, I feel like uh, some sort of experience booster. So, like, you can walk a 10K egg, but let's say you can buy a bike, and then it doubles your experience amount that you get from walking. So it doubles your, your distance. Your distance, right. Like it a distance. your distance up, because you already have lucky, lucky eggs. Lucky egg, right, right, yeah. I'm talking, yeah, like distance yeah. multiplier. 
I think you're going to see a microtransaction, like a one-time purchase for breeding. I think breeding, you know, they, 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 they touched base at San Diego Comic-Con about breeding. They didn't, they didn't say anything about if it was actually coming. But the fact that they talked about it and didn't just sit there and shut it down tells me that you could see something coming here where you're going to be able to start to breed and try to get that perfect uh, form of a Pokemon that you love. Because we already know now that there's different sizes the weight can play can play games based off of your hit points, things like that that we weren't paying attention to early on in the game. That now it's like when my Eevee's an extra small, I'm like junking them trying to get an extra large Eevee so that I get a, big, a bigger boost when I go and evolve them. You know, so I could see something like that coming out. Uh, obviously, the one v one battles we talked about, um, trading. I think trade, you know, yeah. trading's gonna come out. And it might be, it might be like a, if you want to trade, you gotta buy this special device type. You know, it's all gonna be like these little things yeah. that you gotta like buy a teleport, out of the store. Teleporter device. Yeah, so right. Can, yeah. Some sort of device that you need in game. Well, what about you, Ethan? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, it's weird because my my interest level in Pokemon Go is decently lower than a lot of people's. Who, and I'm playing it. I'm playing it when I go out. Um, so I don't. You guys hit on all the stuff that sounds like yeah, that I could see people paying two bucks for that or two bucks for that. But I haven't even played enough to really dream up scenarios of like, oh, they could add this or they could add this beyond the trading, beyond you know. What I would love, it, obviously, generations. Yeah, right? yeah, I'm sure but they're going to come out with more. Here's what I think would be cool. I think it'd be cool if you could find them first of all. You know, have the chance to find them. So instead of just Poke Stops at Poke Centers, what if you also had like random. Look, geo geo catch uh, cash uh, nests locations. Yeah, that, so like a that, Charmander nest or a... or or like a like how do I want to put this like like a rock, you know? And, and all of a sudden you move the rock and you find an item type deal, right? And it's a Megastone, mm-hmm. right? So Mega Evolution comes out and it's like, okay, I have a Charizard. Maybe I could go buy that Megastone if I want it. Or, but I do have the chance of finding it in the game too. That's the only F- thing. I... Findable items beyond what's at the Pokestops would be very cool. Yeah. So I think my biggest thing is I don't want to see the store get to the point where there's stuff in the store that I can't find in the wild. Yeah. You know. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a ton of growth for it. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Honestly, I'd love to see being able to change, being able to change teams, um, being able to. More cut as dumb as it sounds. I want to be able to customize my character more. Yeah, you know, I want to make be able to make him more my own. Like, let me change his hairstyle. Let me change up his jacket if I can. You know, get different jackets and things like that. Like, uh, you know, can I? Could I? I mean, could you go as far as changing up the backpack where you could actually customize the backpack? And and could you start getting badges in this game? And all of a sudden, you can start displaying the badges on your backpack or something like that. I, you know, yeah. I don't know. You go so many different directions with this. So, and the biggest one that they really, really could do is just almost bring out the the Pokemon stat system that they already have in the original Pokemon games. So, having an attack, defense, special attack, special defense, and being able to get the candies to raise or lower those, which would make gym battles that much more, you know, thought out. See, I think. That that's gonna be tough to do now because you've already you you basically would be revamping the game entirely, right? And you also would be then competing against your own Pokemon game in the sense of it's very much like Pokemon Sun and Moon, which is right around the corner. I think that's the thing I I do like that Pokemon Go has a very 
different battle system and a different way of, of being the game because I'm such a huge fan of the mainline games. I, I don't I don't know if it's like a I like I I like looking forward to the 3DS games knowing that I'm going to get that certain type of gameplay there and I wouldn't want that to be diluted by maybe no one buying Sun and Moon cuz they're getting that same yes, play players. on this yeah. and then the the 3DS platform isn't supported because people aren't using it, people aren't buying this game and so then when I go to sit down and play the 3DS game and want to battle online no one bought it because they're getting that style in the app. And uh, so I, I like that they're separate. There's enough where if you're a fan of Pokemon, you understand what's going on in the app. But at the same time, it's a streamlined and more simplified game. And maybe taking what they have currently and just making it so that you can almost even out the playing field. Because, I mean, right now, if you statistically look at it, you can evolve three of your Eevees. And if you get the same... Uh, combat powers for your Vaporeon, your Flareon, and your Jolteon, the Vaporeon will have more hit points than the other two. And hit points right now in the gym mean more than anything. See, again, I so, again, I, I don't know. So, first of all, to Ethan's point, yes, you have to keep this game simple, simple because you have so many people playing this game that aren't true gamers. No offense to anybody out there, but there are people playing this Pokemon game that have never played a Pokemon game in their life. If you go the, the, if you try to make this game like every other Pokemon game, you'll lose those people, because it'll be too, you know, breeding and trying to get the perfect, the perfect stats and all that stuff. There will all these people that just play this on a day, you know, a daily casual thing. They're gone. It's it's a casual game yeah. because as soon as you make it more similar to the mainline games, you take those people that have twenty years of Pokemon battling experience in that, and the their their advantage is so much higher. Because I, I, you know, I guarantee you, you put me in a battle on my 3DS against 98% of people that play Pokemon Go, and I'm going to smoke them because I know the battle system really well. Right. Um, you know, where it's a more level playing field with the system they have now on Pokemon Go. Yeah. And I think, again, in the gyms, like the gyms need rebalancing in the sense that there needs to be more reward for the gym. There needs to be more reason to even go de- bother with a gym, okay? You going and getting 18 gyms or 14 gyms or whatever it was, and then you went and clicked that shop, and you got however much gold and however much stardust you got for that, right? That was your reward, Yep. okay? Now, what was your reward every time someone attacked that gym and you defended it? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So okay, what is their reward for just attacking the gym and, and maybe beating half of them, but not the other half? They Minim- knock. They knock down some prestige yeah. and gain experience. Like like twenty one experience, yeah, a little like bit. nothing. Yep. So again, the balancing of why you should interact with the gym and why you should even try needs to be reworked a bit. Um, as far as the balancing of the characters. You're going to see that anyways. That's going to happen uh, over time with just the evolution. Like, we're seeing, I'm seeing 2,200 CP creatures in gyms now. It was, a, it, it was a week or a week and a half ago that we were sitting there complaining about 1,800s in there, you know? And, right. And, I'm and, saying, and like, HP-wise, though. So you have the 2,200 CP, and their HP doesn't raise enough to to be effective aside from the attack attack. The attack back, so like you can have a higher level CP on top of a gym, but their HP is going to be similar to a lower level CP 
on the gym. So when I go to attack that gym, I'm going to take you down just as quick, but it might take more Pokemon. You know what I mean? So your attack against me defending is going to be higher, so you'll be able to take my Pokemon out quicker, but I'm still going to be able to take you out equally as fast. It just might take more Pokemon. Yeah, I think you need to dodge more. <laughs> How often do you dodge in battling? I, I haven't got it down to a science yet, so I I probably... I'm not, trying to be, I'm not trying to be a dick here. Ethan's no. laughing over here. I, all, I've battled once. That's what I was laughing about. Oh, okay. I've battled one time. Yeah. All, all I'm saying is, like, I've watched people take out, like, tanks. I've watched people take Snorlaxes out with, with, with you know, lightweights because they've, they've, they've learned the dodge technique. But... I think I think the battling in general needs to be needs to evolve because it's too it's almost too simplistic. Yeah. And because of that, we're looking at the idea of like, well, Vaporeon has more hit points than this. It's like, well, does okay, are both EVs identical? Cuz they're probably not when they evolved. Yeah, exactly. You know, was one an extra was one a regular versus an extra large, was one an extra small? Like we don't I don't know, but as far as hit points go, I have some guys that have a shit ton of hit points that their regular attack is a three. I have a a ride on right now that is useless. The thing the thing sits there and just gets destroyed. It just takes longer because he can't cause any damage, and so like there's just there is a balance factor that I feel like for the people that maybe have favorite Pokemon are kind of bummed out right now. And, I mean, I understand that the concept is they want people to go out and take gyms and then retake gyms and retake gyms. Like, I understand it's a concept. It's just, like, if you if you have, like, 2,200 uh, CP, we'll say Gyarados on a gym, you, myself, and Ethan can go attack that. And even though Ethan might not have a strong character, the three of us are attacking it. Yeah, it's attacking each one of us individually, but we're all doing damage to it. So it's yeah. going to go down three times as fast. It's yeah, not going to stand a chance. It's not going to stand a chance. And, you know, that's that's the part that's a little weird to me right now. So I, we'll see how they change it. But uh, gyms, to me, I haven't really bothered with gyms recently. I, I'm not that interested. I'm more interested in trying to, like, complete my Pokédex and and just and yeah. exploring. I, the gyms, from time to time, when I come across a gym that either has an open spot and I just drop a Pokémon in it, or is weak enough where I'm like, oh, I'll take it just because it's garbage, you know. But um, so I guess bottom line is they could do a lot to this game to keep us intrigued. They're gonna need to. Yeah. Uh, there's already there's already a fade. I'm watching people around me that weren't po- that that aren't super Pokemon fans that are fading already. Uh, they're they're already starting to like. Well, okay, I, I've done this enough. I spent enough of my free time doing this. I'm gonna I'm gonna move on with my life. So now now Niantic needs to be like, okay, cool. Now you can trade. You know, we just had a guy at my work that came back from Japan that has Pokemon that I haven't seen yet. Open up trading, please. Yep. You know, so, all right. Um, but he has a, the follow-up question here is, what are what other names were, runner, were runners-up for the brand switch? I liked BX8B, but I like the Detroit home feel of Motor City Gaming even better. There had to be some good ones that didn't make the cut. What was each of your favorite name favorite names that didn't come to be? I know someone who was pushing real hard for the Dingleberry Download or the Super Nino Wipe podcast. Adult males will never not find poop puns funny. Game on. <laughs> 
so Jazzy's been answered already for us. So, I, yeah. e- Ethan. Ha- so I'll let you think for a real answer. Ethan has one. I already know what Ethan's is. So I love I love the Gamezilla podcast. Mm-hmm. I love our name here. Um, I was pushing super hard for Attack of the Gamers to be the name of this show. Um, I when I came up with the idea, I was like, "Oh, that's so good!" And I had this envision for 1950s like sci-fi movie, you know, sort of sound effects to go with it, and brand the whole thing sort of around like the classic like yeah, Attack of the Monsters sort of scenario. And I, I was like, "All right, guys, I got it, Attack of the Gamers." And then everyone's like, "You mean like Attack of the Show?" And I'm like. Damn it! <laughs> uh, but you know, and in, in my mind, I was like, "Well, Attack of the Show's been gone for a while. We, you know, let's let's do it." And uh, it was the consensus of everyone other than me involved here at Motor City Gaming of we don't want to seem like we're you know piggybacking off uh, Attack of the Show or trying to associate ourselves in that way. And that you know that wasn't in my mind when I came up with it. The problem was I was so in love with it. I still pushed for it for like a month. I was like, no, screw you guys. This is what we should do. Uh, and then uh, one night, uh, Jazzy J and I on a on a conference phone call came up with Gamezilla, and it, like it was like one of those like light bulb above all three of our heads. Like that's it. That's a great name. It still kind of connects with the idea. If you listen to the intro that I put together, it still fits with the idea that we wanted to present here, but it's it's a powerful name. It's a fun name. I think it's great for this show. Jazzy? Yeah. Um, that, that's probably the biggest one. I think uh, aside from that, what we were trying to play with as far as company name branding-wise, we really were trying to push around the whole, like, power up or level up so we were trying to go along the lines of like level up gaming or something like that where it's kind of like we were reaching for letting people know that like we're a step above every other gaming company around so we were playing with a lot of names around that so level up gaming was something that we were like really trying to kind of get our you know our grasps on before we um actually um came up with motor city gaming and I'll actually let you tell the story on how we how we end up selecting Motor City Gaming. Yeah, well, so I'll I'll hit that story, but my my pick for what didn't happen, it, it goes all the way back before Bit by Eight Bit, and I, and I've tried and I and I joke about it all the time, but uh, back when I first came up with the idea to get this started, and I uh, invited Chops and Ethan on board, I said I even got a name figured out, guys. We're gonna be called the Game Boys. <laughs> yeah, it sounded real good at first, and and now now it's just a giant joke to me. Now now I could never believe that that we went that route. It turned out that there was a boy band from Australia that already had the name, so we were saved by that actually. But uh, so that that was one that like almost actually came to be. I was really like on board until I realized, oh, it's already. You know, somebody that has some popularity, we we can't we can't use it. Um, and and then yeah, level up gaming, um, max max uh, max level. We were trying to come up with a bunch of different things around that because none of it was available. Yeah. Um, yeah, one up gaming, max level gaming stuff like that. Yeah, you know, and and none of it just felt good. It just felt forced. Um, and then. We, I bought this domain, uh, you know, but when we were BXAB, I bought it a year before that. Like back when we were bit by eight, but I bought this domain because it was available and it was Motor City Gaming. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe this is available. I'm just going to hold on to it and we'll do something with it. And we never did. So I had forgot about it 
Mm-hmm. And we're we're struggling through names. We're struggling, and I finally I'm like I'm just gonna log into GoDaddy, and we're just gonna like try to generate some names, and maybe it'll help spark some creativity. Well, I went to my account, and in my account of domains, because I have quite a bit of them just sitting there, you know, some being used, some not. There it was, Motor City Gaming, and I was like, man. Why don't we just use this? Like it just—it yeah, it, just makes sense. It's great. It, it represents, you know, where we're from. It's strong, branding-wise. We can go anywhere in the in the country, anywhere in the world, and people will understand Motor City. Uh, they'll understand it. So, um, yeah, it just was—it was a no-brainer. You know, yeah. like that—that that made it easy, and we got to move on to figuring out podcast names and stuff like that. But. Yeah, I don't have a, a. I didn't have one that I fought for hard because once I once I found Motor City Gaming, I kind of was like, guys, like, there's like I don't really know anybody any of you that can really defend why we shouldn't be this. Yeah. All of them have been kind of aha moments. Like we've had our our names that like people like, and they're like, hey, I really like this, and they'd get the buy in of a couple of the you know the people, and um, sometimes people be like, no, I really don't like, it. I don't really like it, and then. When it came down to Motor City Gaming and the Gamezilla podcast, everybody kind of just was like, you know, instantly like, yeah, that's it. Like it just felt right. So, and I have to do get. I have to give a little credit to Brick Bitch because she deserves it. Because it was actually her idea when we were sitting there. She's sitting there playing her Lego game, and we're trying to think of names. <laughs> and she's like, "Don't we have a bunch of domains already?" And that's what forced you to go check and see what we had. So. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. She didn't um, want to pay for another domain. Maybe, maybe. (laughs) She gets tired of me buying these domains and not doing anything with them. All right. Well, thank you for the question, Josh. Um, We're gonna. I'm gonna run this a little bit long because I got two. I got two emails left, and I want to get to them both. Great. So uh, next up, we have Button Masher Caleb, and he wants to sit here and uh, chime in and say, "Hey guys, thanks for the amazing time at the Nerd Barbecue 2.0. It was a blast. Rock Band was epic, and I can't believe I never played cornhole. And I am from Michigan." Uh, it was great to put faces to the voices that I have been hearing in my head. Uh, you should probably have that checked, but Mishkel, voices in your head. They call to you. They understand. Yeah, you got it. You got it. You got it. <laughs> I feel um, for you. <laughs> those that know me know that I am. I am a. Th- I'm thrifty. Okay, maybe cheap is a better word. I think I belong in the same club as Ethan and Chops. We want all the newest and best games, but our wallets tell us no a lot. With that in mind, what game has given you the best value? I don't mean what is your favorite or most playtime, just downright best bang for your buck. The orange box for the Xbox 360 was mine. Half-Life 2, Episodes 1 and 2 of Half-Life 2, Portal, and Team Fortress. So many great experiences for the money. Thanks, your video game. You, thanks, you video game gods, and game on. We're gods now. Yeah. I am but a mere wizard. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, that's Mine's bang easy. for my buck. Mine's absolutely easy. Um, didn't have a PS4. Was really looking to push to myself to get the PS4 because I've owned all of the other gen consoles. And um, the push over the edge was, hey, if you buy a PS4, I'll let you borrow some games. This is Jay telling me this. And he's like, I was like, all right, so I buy my PS4, and he's like, all right, here's the collection. These are some that I think that you'd like, and he hands me Infamous Second Son. And he's like, I really think you'd like this. So for me, it was free because he, he let me borrow it, and I went home, 
and I played the shit out of that game, and I loved every second of it. So not only was it, like, super cool that, A, I got it for free because he let me borrow it, but I also got tons of gameplay out of it. I loved that game, and it was the introduction into the PS4 era for me, so it was, like, super cool. That's a good one. I can I can rattle off a few. Um, for sure, WWF No Mercy on the Nintendo 64. I think I bought it at a GameStop for, like, 6 bucks. And uh, the the amount of time I spent playing that was absolutely absurd and loved it and can still pick it up and love playing it to today. Um, it was part of my Christmas gift from you guys, but Destiny was involved, the, the Taken King edition. And uh, I've got a lot of enjoyment and many hours of play since I started playing that in December. And um, the, the Borderlands, uh, I got Borderlands 2, Spec Ops The Line, which I haven't played, and Mafia 2. All three of those in a pack at Walmart for 20 bucks a couple years ago. Um, just getting me back into shooters. Borderlands did that for me. The amount of uh, just excitement that I have around the series now just was cultivated from that one $20 purchase. And so I would say that one is a lot. And then uh, Pokemon Sapphire, uh, you know, Alpha Sapphire or whatever it is. I mean, I've logged, I think, close to 300 hours on that game. So that alone, again, you know, he said not counting playtime, but just enjoyment. And I've done online competition. I've done the story. I've done so much with that game. So those are a few that just great value. Yeah. So, I mean, you guys have hit the, you know, the ones that we've put that one purchase price, but we've been able to play it for so long, like Destiny, like Fantasy Star, uh, for Jazzy World of Warcraft. But, uh, you know, I guess a couple that I would say based off of Bang for My Buck would be not the current one, but the GameCube version of the Mega Man Collection, uh, where you got like six or seven games, uh, eight, or yeah, eight games. Um, you know, for one flat price was great considering at that point in my life, I, there were certain Mega Mans I had never played, so I got to experience them. Same as on the PS2, buying um, Metal Slug Anthology, uh, where you got basically every SNK Metal Slug game, which I love that series. Uh, but I, got again, got to play Metal Slug games I never got to experience Um because of that collection. So those were a couple of those big coll- those collections that were just, it was, you know, 40, 50 bucks, but I got all those games. And to this day, I still play those. So uh, I, re- I I think those are a couple bang for my buck uh, bundles. I think another one that at least for you and me can hit is Rocket League. Cause we were able to pick that up when it was free to play. <laughs> and we've got yeah, a lot yeah. of enjoyment out of that game. Yeah, absolutely. That one's good. And then the new Mega Man collection, the legacy collection has been uh, a revitalization to Mega Man for me on the sense of being able to play the games again, but the speed run functionality of that game where, which is something I didn't care about. I, my, me personally, I never did speed runs until you created a mode where it was easy for me to try to speed run. And, and it brought a whole new, like, style of Mega Man play to me that I enjoyed a lot. So um, those are some some of mine. But uh, Let's not forget Pokemon Go. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we have to. Like, how much, how much gameplay and fun have we, like, we've called each other up and we've gone hunting together. We try to take over gyms together. We, like, interact with people we've never met before. And that's a free-to-play game. Like, Yeah, no, that's true. So. It's very true. All right, well, thank you for the question, Button Master Caleb. It was a blast having you out for the barbecue. Um, Jesse, what about League of Legends? No, I never heard of it. <laughs> that was, would be one high-value, high. When, value, he, high, said, yeah. when yeah. he said, like, 
before my PS4, I instantly thought that's where he was going. Yeah. But. I, I mean, obviously, that that's always going to be my number one. I just didn't say it because I feel like um, League of Legends has is, is always been a, a part of me, and it's like a huge game in my life. But I was going more for, like, the value I get with my PS4 is it not only has brought, like, for me personally, and this might get a little sappy, but, like, Jay and I had kind of lost contact. And although League of Legends did bring us back in contact, it's really been the PS4 and everything that we do with Motor City Gaming that has, like, strengthened our friendship. And I met Ethan, I met Chops, I met Xander, you know, I met... Chris and and Ipid AJ, I met all, all these great people and are they're a huge part of my life now because of basically that <laughs> that bringing myself back to the council. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be fair, you actually should give credit to League because that is what started you and I talking. Yeah, which then is how you found out about the podcast. So if it wasn't for League, we may have never actually rekindled our you know communication. Because you, we found out that we both played yeah. League, and then we tried playing League together, and you realized I was horrible, and uh, you know, the rest of it yeah, was we'll okay. I'll, we'll work on I'll that. be a, I'll buy a PS4 so I can play games with you that you're not horrible at. You know, it'll, it'll be the one game that I can always hold over Jay that I'm better than him at. So that's that's all I can. <laughs> as long as I have I'm, that one, <laughs> I'm not arguing. Man. He makes me he makes me look he makes me look good. That's that's how that's how I always put League. I go I play with Jazzy because he supports. And when he supports, I get kills. If he doesn't support, I die. That, that's it. That's basically how League works out for me. So, all right. Well, thank you for the question, uh, Button Masher. We're going to finish up emails here with Braden chiming in. And Braden says, what's the difference between a Nintendo executive and a pigeon? A pigeon can still leave a deposit on a BMW. (laughs) Do you have any idea how cheap Nintendo stocks are? Wall Street is now being called Walmart Street. Speaking of Nintendo... (laughs) Speaking of Nintendo, this weekend I traveled to Japan and gave Tatsumi Kamishima a hammer. I figured I was taking one for the team when I tried to convince him to re-release the NES in exchange... I'm sorry. I didn't. I said hammer. I'm so dumb. Hummer. A hummer. If we, I, thought, I thought he bludgeoned the yeah, man. No. So a right. hummer. He was treating him right. Yeah, he's treating him right. I figured I was taking one for the team when I tried to convince him to re-release the NES in exchange for a BJO. Upon my return to my dismay, I read an article titled <laughs> Nintendo to re-release NES games. No blowing necessary. Yes, this is the actual title. Like this is <laughs> this isn't part of Braden's joke. This Braden, is real. Braden, you got tricked. There was yeah. no blowing necessary. If I would have known that blowing was not necessary, I would have just closed the deal with a friendly hand Joe instead of a what the f WTF. My question is, how psyched are you, chumps, about the NES being re-released? I can't wait to throw away my PS4 so I can get my hands on some Nintendo games that I haven't played in 15 plus years. Yes, that was sarcasm. Whatever it is, I'm still it's still better than the Xbox One that I never bought. I never swallow on the first date, Brayden. <laughs> I love Brayden's emails. <laughs> that guy's a gym. Um, 
So the NES Mini, right, gets announced with 30 games uh, preloaded into it, HDMI support, uh, you know, uh, manufactured by Nintendo. It's not one of those, like, cheap, like, off companies that are, like, slapping Sega on the front of it or Atari. Uh, and it's only going to be 60 bucks. With games like Zelda, Metroid, Mario Brothers, Mario 2, Mario 3, um, all sorts of good stuff. Kirby's Adventure, Tecmo Bowl. Yep. Like, if you realistically, if you put down the 30 all stars of NES, almost all of them are there. Yeah. And if you think about what that would cost to download all of those on, say, a 3DS or a virtual console now on the Wii U, it would be well over 60 bucks yeah. with no hardware involved besides the stuff you already own. Um, so I, I'm super pumped. I think it's going to be co- – it looks really cool. I want one. Um, I'm interested to see, you know, the eight, like because it's HDMI, like the biggest problem that we have now is as I have a lot of these cartridges. So even for someone that's, that collects these and can play them in their original form – I still am limited to what I can play them on. Like, I basically should play them on a tube TV. So now you're going to let me hook something up like a Retron, but it's but it's going to have, hopefully, a better end experience than sometimes what the Retron produces. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I definitely will try to pick one up. I'm a little worried about... Supply and demand? Yes, supply and demand. <laughs> yeah. And then, of course, you know what, what are they going to be selling for on eBay? Because my luck is I won't get a pre-order or I won't get one. So we'll see. But what do you guys think? The coolest thing that I like about this is the fact that it's mini. All right? When I do a lot of my, like, land partying with, with Motor City Gaming and stuff like that, I have to pack up the PS4. I have to pack up the laptop. I have to put it all in the small backpack. And I think it's heavy. All right. The fact that I could pretty much put this in my jacket pocket and then take it wherever I want, hook it up and play, it, that's huge. Especially for somebody that's lugging their stuff around all the time. So I like the fact that, you know, not only are they bringing it back, which is super awesome, you get all those great games that you, you know, played as a kid, but you also don't have to worry about, like, setting it all up and not having something to play it on and, you know, being able to have to lug this thing around. Other than that, Braden, hashtag Team Mystic for life. Let's get together one day and take all of Jay's gyms. Oh, my God. I just told you I don't do gyms. They're <laughs> dumb. That's why Mystic likes them, because they're dumb. Oh, Anyways. here we go. For, so Listen, for- Blanche, go go somewhere else. <laughs> you might as well go hang out with Sparky. <laughs> He'll be my best friend. So, so on on subject here, talking about the NES Mini, I definitely want to get one. And the first thing that popped into my head is my, my my grandma has a lake house, and if the whole family's there and it starts to rain, it gets super boring being at the lake house. And all, and that was the first thing that thought popped in my head. I go, man, I could keep this out there. You know, we have a, a small small TV that's an LCD with an HDMI on the back. Pop it in, and then there's me and like my little cousins who have pro- who will probably never play Nintendo games. Like, hey, I can share that with them, or you know, me and me and my my younger sister, or my wife, we can sit down and play Mario or something like that. Well, you know, while we wait for the rain to pass before we get back out in the water. And I that was instantly the value I, I saw to that. I was like, oh man, it's small, it's portable. I could take it out there and play. And also, it's nice to have it just plugged into your TV. There's boom, thirty NES games, which I have an okay. NES collection, but it's missing a lot of the games that are in there just because, I mean, those are $15-$20 cartridges for almost all of them, so um, I, I'm excited to have it and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, to the uh, to the rest of that email though, that that article is phenomenal. Nintendo to re-release NES games, no blowing necessary, is a real title from the New York Times. And um, yeah, when when we originally saw this, we couldn't believe that that was the actual headline that they decided to put. But hey, good for them. Um, guys, that wraps up emails. So just remember, you can always send in your emails to info at MotorCityGaming.com and uh, leave them in the forums at motor uh, at the website MotorCity MotorCityGaming.com or hit us up on social media Facebook, Twitter, anywhere, Instagram and you can leave your questions there uh, guys, y- you know as much as I do, we are the elite DLC on the internet for video game podcasts so please, subscribe like, share heart emoji, whatever it is they let you do, please click those buttons, please leave those five-star reviews, and help us grow this exposure of our podcast. We'd appreciate it. You can check out our podcast every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, and, of course, MotorCityGaming.com. That's uh, that's episode 115. Jazzy, you got anything to say? Nope. Okay, Ethan. Negative. All right, well, then uh, let's just end this episode, guys, with hashtag Team Valor for Life. And as always, game game on. on!